You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, welcome back. Episode 77 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this episode is brought to you by MyPillow, the world's most comfortable pillow. Use promo code GRAPES for up to 50% off. Uh, go you know to- that's not the slogan, right? It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Oh. Well, I mean, you can make your own. You can be well, the world's most comfor- comfortable pillow. You know? I thought it was the world's most comfortable pillow. Well, it pillow. is. They just, it's not what they use, you know? I thought that was, the, was it the slogan at one point? Possibly. I think, I think it used mm, to be. I don't know. I don't know. Well, buy their pillow because I think it's the world's most comfortable pillow. And I think it's the best pillow you'll ever own. So, so get so, one. Yep. Get a topper. Get a pet bed. Wherever you want. Use promo code GRAPES. Use promo code GRAPES. Get up to 50% off and... Uh, Onto the show. Enjoy it. Onto the show. Uh, we're in the uh, the new the the new studio. We're in person for the first time in like two months. No, it's been longer than that. Really? I feel like it we was were pretty early on this. I feel like it was March when we were last last together, early March. So hopefully there's less like delays. You know, I mean, we I think we were pretty solid with that. But yep. Hopefully, uh, I don't unplug a microphone here. Oh, yeah, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> That would be, um, if you did that, and you're you're kicked off. Uh, well, you know, easy music. fix because we're together. We don't have to splice anything. That's true. Less editing for me. Uh, so we jump into some Dalvin Cook talk. That seems like the the news of yeah. the only news for Vikings football. Yeah, right popped now. up a couple days ago. Uh, Dalvin Cook saying he's uh, not going to do any more offseason activities with the Vikings until he gets a new deal. Um, not super surprising. I mean, I'm on, kind of surprised we didn't dig into that. Like earlier in the offseason, like the potential of a holdout. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's it gets blown out to be bigger news than it really is. It's like, yeah, he won't participate, but he'll show up. Yeah. But the way the CBA is, like, he's kind of screwed. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens, but and uh, I don't blame him. Like, why, why put your body at risk at some stupid activities and, like, get paid first? Yeah, and, you know, if, uh, and if he doesn't get paid... And we do let him walk. Um, he's going to walk into a potential huge like free agent running back class. Oh, really? Is it? There, yeah, there's like 17 like starting running backs who are potential free agents. Um, like Joe Mixon uh, needs a new contract as oh, well. Oh, because they're both same draft. Yep. Uh, Alvin runners. Kamara. Um, same like draft. Leonard Fournette is. I mean, he's you know a starting running back. Kenyon Drake. Uh, there's I forget the whole list, but there's like 17 of them that you can just sign and start right away. You really don't yeah. have to worry about it. And I th- it. feel like with Cook, either we can say he plays this year, but we don't pay him. You franchise tag him. And the franchise tag number is probably not that bad for a running back. Probably Because not. no one's paid a lot besides Christian McCaffrey and Zeke. And then the rest were basically cut from their contracts, like Freeman and Gurley and all the bad contracts. And then either – or he sits out. And from what I heard, then he tolls and it's, you can make him an RFA. Yeah. And at that point, either he goes out and gets a contract with someone, and then we get a pick for it. Yep. Or you... You can also match it You can match point. and keep him. So I, don't, I feel like we have all the leverage, which is kind of how they always screw over the players. Yeah. Like, he's got no leverage. So. He really doesn't. And again, especially, like, if you go in and look at the, the running back class, like, he is screwed. Yeah. It's kind of like... He's probably end- the top of a class, but it's like, they're not going to pay you a lot when they can just go down and go, oh, all right, Joe Mixon's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Why like, why, I pay, why you- pay you 14, 15 million when I can get... Kenyon Drake for nine. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, and 
I, I, his only leverage he has is not showing up for stuff like this. So they're going to use it just to maybe like push talks along. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I feel like he's going to get three for 39, you know, somewhere in that realm. I think they, because initially it was like, oh, he wants more than Christian McCaffrey. And that's insanity. Like, yeah. I wouldn't pay him that. I wouldn't pay any, I, I wouldn't even pay Christian McCaffrey more than I'm paying Chris, than they just gave Christian it's McCaffrey. It's funny because, like, if I'm a Viking fan, I love Delvin Cook. If we do pay him that, I'm not going to be mad because I'm a fan, but I am going to be like, that's probably not a good contract. It's not, it's but not, but I love Delvin idea. Cook. Yeah. And, like, right now we have, what, 12 men in the cap space that we're doing nothing with. So next year we're going to have more. Like, you might not spend that money. So it's like, whatever, give it to Delvin Cook. That's cool. But if it starts impeding you from doing stuff, then it sucks. But I like Dalvin Cook, so like I'm not yeah. going to be like, damn it. The only issue I heard so far is, so right now the Vikings are projected to have like $33 million in cap space yep. without cuts or anything. But I've heard that there is a very good chance that the salary cap decreases by $30 million. Why would that happen? Uh, just uh, if you can't have fans in the stands, there's revenue. Oh, wise. because of that. Yeah. Well, then it decreases for every team, and we'll see what well, happens. Yeah. That's well, yeah, but like then the Vikings are literally down to like three million, and then yeah. it's going to be tough to work in a Delvin deal. Well, you know, you cut Riley Reef, and you got you got 40, 47 million. Yeah, and he's that. terrible. So, I guess yeah, the whole if the salary cap would go down, that would be a huge issue. But I, but but not even just a Delvin Cook issue at that it'd point. It'd be like either. everyone issue yeah. and. Other teams will be like, well, we can't afford you, Cook, because we're $30 million less than we expected. Yeah. Uh, if we signed him for, because who was it? Was it Darren Wolfson, that, the tweet I sent you, where yeah. it was like, he would take uh, David Johnson money right now, which yeah. is basically what you just said. I think three for 40-ish. Yep. I'd pay him that. I, I'd like, gladly pay that? them that, because you're not, you're not tying yourselves down for five years. It's three years. Which we talked about, like, three years makes sense. Like, you have him this year, then... Three years, I think he's like 27, 28, and then it's like, okay, let's see how it goes then. Yep. And then that money per year, I know some people like don't pay running backs anything, but I did see what you know Matt Asiata and Jared McKinney could do, and it wasn't very good. Yeah, like there's a difference between you know not paying Kenyon Drake nine million dollars and not paying like Delvin Cook. Yeah, Cook when healthy, I feel like is like a difference maker. So I would pay him something like Peterson. I know everyone goes like, well, we never won with him. But it's like, yeah, we never won with Randy Moss either. We never won with anybody. I, yeah. it, we've never won anything. So, but Peterson was still pretty damn good, and he was a positive that like helped the team. So, not not his fault. He played with T. Jack and Ponder. And, yeah, I was just gonna you say. You know what I mean? Like, like, and you know, when we did have Peterson on a good team, we had a good quarterback. So you know, maybe get you know Dalvin. Uh, I mean, Kirk's fine and all, but like, if you really think like Dalvin Cook is the reason we're not was winning. You've got like bigger problems. Yeah, cool. yeah. I don't. I don't think that's the reason. Like, is his his salary is going to be the reason that we don't win? It's yeah. going to be there's, other there's, things. Delvin Cook's been on two playoff teams. The guy's a winner. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, he's. If if we're not winning football games, it's not Delvin. It's probably this draft that we just had. You know, like it didn't work out or something. Yeah. And, and I mean, honestly, would you rather pay Delvin twelve million or Anthony Barr twelve million? Delvin twelve. Yeah, million. like I know running backs, quote unquote, don't matter, but like. I'm starting a team. I'm taking Delvin Cook over Anthony Barr. Yeah, and, and I mean Barr, Barr on I mean, his Barr's best a, day is a really good player, but Barr for the most part is above average. We're, we're paying player. our second best linebacker twelve million when we could pay our arguably best offensive weapon twelve million. Yeah, and you traded Diggs, 
let's keep Dalvin around. And yeah. he's been a, a great guy in the community. He's been like fantastic, even though there was like rumors that he had like character flaws coming out of Florida State. Yeah. Like, and, and like his biceps are as big as the football. Um, he's <laughs> he got, look, he's just so smooth too. It's yeah, like, keep this guy around. Yep, he's, he's got. He looks cool. He's got dreads. Um, I don't see a reason not to pay him. Yeah, I would pay him extra just because of that. So, I think we're both on board paying him. I think we're both. There's a limit where we're like, that was dumb. But I'm still gonna be like, hell yeah, I like Dalvin Cook. Let's do this. Yeah. Like I. If you can't figure out how to go find a quarterback, like, and also pay a running back, well then I don't know. I guess maybe you can't. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you know what? We we're we've got money. Let's pay Dalvin. Let's let's win a Super Bowl next. You know. I mean, the Rams almost won with paying Todd Gurley a bunch of money, and then it went really south really fast. That's true. And then they went and paid a bunch of other guys a lot of money who weren't worth it. So it really wasn't Todd Gurley's fault. I mean, I mean, honestly, if the wheels fall off Cook like they did Gurley. That sucks. But it was it seemed more like injuries took him down, not like Yeah, and I Gurley, mean, their team roster wise was damn near better. They traded for Jalen Ramsey. They I mean they traded they have like no picks for the next like yeah. century. So it, it's outrageous. Jared Goff sucks. They got figured out. That guy's not been good. Make they took the league by storm and And they figured him out. Now they're a bottom five roster. Yeah, that roster is atrocious now. They have, they have they have no have, picks. They they have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Robert Woods, who's like... Cooper Cup. Yeah. No Brandon Cooks anymore. No Todd Gurley anymore. Who's their running back? It's the new guy they just drafted. Yeah. Um, Cam Akers. Cam Akers and like, Daryl Henderson. Your team is Jared Goff, Cam Akers, and Robert Woods. I just don't think that's good enough. And Tyler your defense Hinkley, is... Gerald Everett. Yeah. Donald and Ramsey, like they, you said. Yeah, and they don't have an offensive line. They, they do not... don't pick. have picks. Yeah. <sighs> They At least they, they like it was. It reminds me of that team after the Vikings went with Favre. Like we were like, oh yeah, run it back and like put all the chips in the table. And I was like, oh, maybe you should have just took a step back. At least they uh, um, took Van Jefferson with their uh, first pick. Is that in is the it, second round? Yes. You like that? No. Yeah. Okay. I was okay. kind of being sarcastic. Okay. I couldn't like, tell. I couldn't like tell. at least you traded Brandon Cooks for a second round pick, and then immediately used that pick on Van Jefferson. Way to go, fellas. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's fine. I mean, maybe he'll be good. I yeah. Like, I feel like Sean McVay is literally trying to go. Well, I'm smarter than you. Just watch this work. Brandon Cooks, weird, weird career. Yeah, thousand yard receiver in like his first four years. Was traded three times. He's traded for a first round pick twice. Twice. And, and now traded again. For a second and fourth or Bizarre. something like that. Like, yeah, I mean, for being like a really good player, he seems to be moving. I feel like he's like, he's just kind of, he's like a solid player. Like, he's good, but like, these teams, like, they must like really like his speed. And like, oh, I'll give up a first for him. Like, I don't know if he's worth a first. Yeah. I mean, like. He's no Stefan Diggs. He's just like no, yeah. a really, he's pretty fast, but he's not like, oh, I'm not like, oh shit, Brandon Cooks is coming to town. I don't know. I'm yeah. more afraid of like Cooper Cup. I know. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a play, like, and he's not even D-Jax either though. No, he doesn't have that type of speed. He's just like pretty fast. Yeah. And doesn't he have a concussion problems? I'm pretty sure he I got rocked so. in the Super Bowl one year and he was like, pretty sure it was the Eagle Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think you're right. Anyways, that's, we're not, a, we're not a Rams podcast, you know, no. we're not Brandon Cooks, you know. We're not Brandon Cook's truthers either, by any means. <laughs> yeah. So, well, on to the next. Uh, we're going to just talk about uh, the 90-man roster. I have training camp is 
somewhat maybe happening. I don't know. Oh, hopefully off-season workouts. I don't know. I mean, all... well, I guess people are now allowed back in the facilities, right? This is true. I saw that, yeah. So we're getting there. We're getting there, yeah. So I think we'll probably do the 90-man like we did last year, and then we'll do maybe some over-unders, and then they'll lead into training camp. training camp. So let's start offense. Let's jump to quarterbacks. Start yep. with the top. Obviously, we have Kirk Cousins. We have Sean Mannion. Kirk Cousins, we've talked about it. I think we're both cool with him. Um, if he doesn't get it done this year, I'm okay drafting that guy. Yep. Yep. I mean, in my Madden franchise, I drafted Justin Fields next year. So if there's a if there's a quarterback that falls us next year, I'm not afraid to move on from Kirk. But he's a top ten quarterback. Top fifteen. Top fifteen. Okay. Name ten quarterbacks. Go. Uh, Tom Brady. Okay, one. Drew Brees. Um, um, you taking Drew Brees over Kirk Cousins? Did you see Brees? That arm looked weak. Uh, this is true. You taking Tom Brady over Kirk Cousins? I mean, I get like the pedigree, but like. Lamar, His arm looked weak. Lamar Jackson. There, now Mahomes, you're naming some quality balls. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. There's three. Russell Wilson. There's four. Four easy. Um, let me just go through divisions real quick. I'll pull up. No, up. no AFC East, AFC North. I grabbed one. Baker after last year. I don't know. Like that's tough. I think I take Kirk. The, yeah, he's like in the conversation. I think I'd take Joe Burrow. I think, that's bold. I think that's right bold. After, I think right rookie, off the bat. Right I, off the bat. I think right off the bat. T- I'm talking one. For Kyler, one season. Kyler Murray. I wouldn't do that. I like Kyler Murray, but for if I get for one for this season. For one season, I'm taking Kyler Murray. Okay, you know what? I'm taking Kyler Murray. Okay, so how many you got? Five? Uh, That's five. Five. Uh, does Andrew I'm, Luck I'm, still count? Andrew, no. What? <laughs> um, You're at five right now. You said top 15. You got. What do you got? I'm at five. Aaron Carson Rogers. Wentz, your boy? No, I hate Carson okay, Wentz. Okay, okay. Let's see who else uh, here. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jones. Ben Roethlisberger. He's so injury prone. Yeah, like I if if I was getting better. Ryan Tannehill, Philip Rivers. Um, I'm saying no to all those, by the way. Matt yeah. Ryan, I feel like they're same-ish. I would take Kirk. I might take Matt Ryan. I it's might tough. take Matt Ryan. Okay, get, let's give him Matt Ryan. How about Matthew Stafford? I don't know what his back is like. No thanks. I'm taking Kirk. Uh Cam Newton, free agent. I Maybe? can't I can't handle his inaccuracy. I'm taking Kirk on that one. Uh, Dak Prescott, I would take over. I would take Dak, yeah. Yep, I'd take Dak. I'm at eight. Hell, I might take... Am I getting Ryan Tannehill of last year? Because that, that looked good. That looked good, and I'd take him over. That, I'd take last year's Tannehill over That's last ridiculous. year's Kirk. Are last you... year's Tannehill over last year's Kirk? I'm taking Kirk. Um, Josh Allen. Don't. QB 17, <laughs> you're really doing it? Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. There's nothing. There's not ten better quarterbacks. Shit. He's not How elite did we though. Get to that you point? named you like. I take Brady and Breeze for okay, one year. Okay, for, for one, one year. year. Yeah. I feel like this could be the year though, where like, it's like all right, Breeze. This is like Fars last year. It's yeah. time to calm down. You're pretty much. But I think the system is so good for him. Like Sean Payton's like, dude, you're gonna throw short routes. You're just gonna keep hitting Michael Thomas yeah. and Brady. I don't, again, like last year, Brady didn't look good. So yeah. I don't know. Well, oh, but, we never mentioned Drew Locke, oh my Justin Herbert. Uh, sorry, the Broncos just popped up on Duh, the screen. Dwayne Haskins. N- no, no, no to all those. God, Kirk's a top ten quarterback, but he's in a tier of like Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, like Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I, I would not be like, are you kidding me? You're taking Garoppolo over him? That's crazy. Like no, okay, take whatever you want, but I'll take Kirk. Yeah. So he's he's below the. Deshaun, 
uh, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Rodgers. Rodgers wishes he was as good as those guys now. Yeah. <laughs> Washed up. Uh, I'll take Rodgers over Kirk. Top 10 quarterback. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking I'm like, really top 10, huh? Apparently, like, it's so funny. I always see like the PFF guys ripping on Kirk, and then you look at like his PFF grades, and it's like, you guys know you're ripping on like a top ten quarterback yeah. right now. Like, <laughs> I know it's fun to rip on Kirk, but like, I don't know. Like, statistically, like, he beat Drew Brees in a playoff game. I, I'm proud of him. I was uh, listening to a PFF podcast, and they were uh, talking uh, about like the Bengals team and whatnot. They were talking about Trey Wayne's and whatnot, and he's like. Oh, you know, Trey Wayne's is basically Prince of Mucamara. And somebody's like, no, no, no. Prince of Mucamara is so much better than Trey Wayne's. And uh, they kind of went in an argument. And then he goes around, comes back to him and he's like, well, you know, technically Trey Wayne's graded out better than Tr- Prince of Mucamara. So he's better than Prince of Mucamara. <laughs> it was only by like one, though, it, or something like it that. It is but. funny, though, how they like. They'll argue a point, and it's like, hey, but like the website you work for <laughs> and the data that you say you have, like, also, it's funny because they're like, it's data-driven, but then when you listen to them, it's like, so we watch a game and we grade it like it's a play is like a plus two or a minus two or a plus one or a minus one. Yeah. It's like, that's not really data. That's putting a number on an opinion. Like, yeah. you might see that as a plus two, and I see it as a plus one. That's not really like real numbers. That's yeah. like being like, I think he's a B plus. Like, I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, it's like I think he's a B plus. Well, I think he's an A minus. Yeah, it's like, oh, I graded. I know they like double check. Well, and I know stuff, uh, but basically, like, you you going, oh, I think Kirk's top top ten quarterback. Well, I think he's top fifteen. Yeah, just because there's a number <laughs> doesn't mean it's actually. But I know they do a lot of other stuff too, with like you know yards per target. Like they do all kinds of other crazy numbers, but their grades, yeah, more like numbers that are representing an opinion. Yep, let's just uh, never use EPA on this podcast. EPA. That is, it sounds good, but how do they figure that out? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's a real Part thing of me believes it. it, but then part of me is just like it's just, just I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to learn any of that no, shit. No, no, no. I, I do not believe in it at all. Probably cuz I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't get it. Don't want to know it. I think it's dumb. <laughs> and also, it's like it's it's very interesting because you see like who's the best team? The Patriots, okay? Who's the best coach ever? Probably Bill Belichick. And they're like, you don't take a running back in the third round. Blah, blah, blah. This dude took Sony Michelle in the first round. He took Lawrence Maroney in the first round. He took some f- bum from Alabama, Damian whatever, Damian Harris. Harris. Like, yep. uh, What this year, he took like four tight ends again. Like, <laughs> He breaks every rule these guys say is like the best path to building a team. And he keeps winning championships. Yeah, like, like, I don't know what to tell you. He ain't listening to you. No, because what he's doing, he's like, all right, what do I need out of like this style player? Okay, I need him to do this well. I'm not yeah. gonna ask him to do what he does bad. I'm gonna ask him to do what he does well because he what he does well is he does really well. Yeah, and, I don't know. It's like I just feel like football is eleven out of eleven. There's a lot of ways to win. Yeah. So build the best team you can. Yep, and I'll scheme the and I'll scheme the other yeah, team. Yeah, I don't know. EPA, let's do it. EPA. All you gotta do is pay your corners and your quarterback only, and never run the ball. Yeah. Always do play action. Yep. Yeah. Never. Problem solved. Oh. Uh, so quarterbacks, anyways. Chimanian. Oh, we just generic talk about Kirk Cousins there. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. going to get to know the 90-man roster. You know, This is when we find out who the Carter Schultz, who the Brett Taylors are. Oh, the Brett Taylor Man of the Year award uh, comes up. I listened to one of ours, and we were big on Dylan Mitchell. We didn't talk enough about B.C. Johnson. You know? Yes. We, I, oh, I knew that. It's very sad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so our two depth quarterbacks are Jake Browning from last year from Washington. I believe he played with John Ross and was really productive. Or was it Dante 
Pettis. Dante Pettis. And Both that, of them, I think. I think actually. he was really good for that year. And then his senior, his very last year was like not very good at all, yep. which is why he went undrafted. Uh, he made our practice squad, though. So he beat out Kyle Sloter. So that's something. And he'll be battling Nate Fan Stanley. favorite Kyle Sloter. Oh, fan. And always was good in preseason. It's so bizarre. Like, to be that good every preseason and never get a chance. Because they think he could play football. He just had no idea what he was looking at. Yeah. He seems almost like, uh, yeah, it's like, just put me on the field and I'll just figure it out. Yeah. You're like, dude, that's not, come on. This yeah. is... You have to know the playbook. Why? Why can't I tell them what to do? They should have just put him with the first string, like one game, just to be like, let's watch this. Yeah. Because you he guys... always got to play against backups. So. Yeah, it's like you guys watch him play the third preseason game. Okay. Yeah. Watch him. Watch him start for uh, three quarters with the offense. Let's see how many points we score. <laughs> All of a sudden, we put up like forty in the first three. And we still come up with another reason why he shouldn't be. But he went to Arizona, then went to Detroit, and he's, and he he's, still got beat out by David Blah. David Blah got to start against us. Uh, so Jake Browning, uh, yeah, he was, I don't know, kind of highly touted for an undrafted free agent. And then nope. Nate Stanley is. He's got the size. He's terrible against pressure. He pretty much underwhelmed at Iowa his whole career. Like I feel like they thought they had something, and he kind of was always like, "Yeah, it, ready for Nate Stanley." And it was like, "Oh, Nate Stanley kind of sucked again." Yeah, it was like, oh, it was almost like, uh, like Ricky Stanzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out for Ricky. Iowa Stanzi. got a guy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, like no, no, they don't. <laughs> we took him in the seventh this year. I mean, he's he was in a pro style offense. He, I mean, he he kind of looks the part. He's just never been. So it'll be between those two, I think, battling for the... I mean, when you have Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson that you should be yeah. throwing to and you still are only winning eight ball games, it's like, oh. Seems okay. like a problem. Yep. So who, I mean, I just, I don't know, I'll ask you, who do you think is going to win that battle? Um, you think you said Browning last I, week. Yeah, I said Browning last week. Um, I don't still, think either of them make the 53. I think no, one makes I, neither, neither of them will make the 53. Uh, Stanley's I think two years younger than Browning. Browning was pretty old for a rookie. So I'm gonna take Stanley. I think I'm just. I think I'm still gonna stick with your Browning. Browning, the Jake Browning. All right, so let's go running back. I think we're just gonna have to rename it the Jake Browning Man of the Year. <laughs> Jake Browning Man of the Year. Uh, running backs. Uh, so we bring back the original four from last year. Yep. I don't know if we thought Amir Abdullah was resigned. We, yeah, we were going back and forth. He but I is think resigned. I, you I, figured it okay, out. So yeah. He is resigned. Um, I mean, we talked about Payne Cook, Mike Boone. I think he's solid, but I think he had a decent. I mean. I was rewatching that Bears game, and he has a great run to start it. And then there's like that pitch play with Sean Mannion. I don't know who fucked it up, but like he fumbles the ball. Yep. And then I think the very next drive, he he runs just a quick turnaround. Yeah. And, and he, he like dropped. catches it and like throws it in the air and oh, gets intercepted. Oh, pick. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. it was rough. And then I thought he had a. I can't remember that game. He had a pretty good game, but it was another game where I just felt like he kept missing the holes. Okay. I was like, okay. Maybe he's more of a backup. But yep. I don't know. I like Mike Boone. Yep. I like Mike Boone. Um, but I like Amir Abdullah and I like Alexander Madison. I think it's a good group. Yeah, I don't. I don't, like. You really don't need to bring in any, bring in anyone. So the guy they did bring in is Tony Brooks James. Feel like he's if he's coming for anyone, it's Amir Abdullah. The guy's 5'9", 180. So he's like a Tack Cohen, Deion Lewis. Little. Yeah, he's a little scat back, um, but he can return the ball, and he is twenty five years old though, and he's been on the Falcons, the Bucks, and the Steelers. Okay, so he's he's been around for like three, roughly like three years then, two, yeah, three and years. He, he ended last year on our practice squad. He just seems like uh, like a little do-it-all scat back type. Yep. Um, he's actually got a pretty decent highlight reel if you go look at YouTube, like for just some random nobody that I've never heard of. Like I was like Tony Brooks James. I looked it up. Um, but yeah, definitely not 
a workhorse. Um, you brought up in a different conversation we had. Uh, you said he was out of Oregon. Yep, and he was the. They were looking for a replacement for uh, Royce Freeman. Yep. The video I watched, and they're like the announcers are like, maybe it's Tony Brooks James, and he's. I mean, he had some sweet plays, but he seems like like tailor made, like highlight real guy. Yeah. Not actually that good. Kind of, kind of, kind of tailor made for like a college offense, son. Yeah, a spread offense. You just, I mean, he's got track speed. Yeah. So just get him the ball in open field, see what he can do, kind of guy. Yeah, I honestly don't even know if Amir Abdul is making the team. Like, I don't know if either of them are making the team because what did Amir Abdullah do? Basically, kick returns. Yeah. If you can find someone else to do kick returns, and he, he occasionally like third down back. Well, can you just like let the ball bounce into the end zone? Do we even need a kick returner like, anymore? It's very rare you need a kick returner. Like, don't get too far from the mic there. You know, we got like, Ryan leaning back, getting comfortable. Well, yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> I, the first time we recorded on a couch in years. Yeah, um, we've been in the office. We've been. I guess it was probably when I lived at Zenith, huh? Out in Edina. Oh damn! I didn't even. Th- no, no, because it was. Well, you're in your apartment at least. In Edina. We did a podcast there. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. That was a couch. Yep. Anyways, um, Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. So you don't think? Well, he's not a lock to make the he's team. Definitely not a lock. Yeah. I just feel like his only thing he did, which I I think he's a solid third, fourth running back, but all he really did was kick returns and then the occasional like very rare would do like a third down and long drop. Yeah, like yeah. Or you just see him do a little swing pass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, so I don't know if you need to keep four running backs like we did last year. Can't we find someone else to do kick returns? There's some options. I got some guys that I saw that were like kick return ability, you know? Yep. One of them's uh, one of our rookies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he seems like more of a punt returner, but I think he could do kicks too. Yeah. Uh, fullbacks, CJ Ham. CJ Ham uh, and Kari game, right? Oh, Kari game. We picked him out early. He had a nice highlight reel from his his YouTube. Like, you don't think like some fullback, but he played a little running back too. Yeah. Ended up making the active roster for the Titans and like played in playoff games and was a very good fullback. Well, but nope. Ham. Ham's good. Yep. Uh, Jake Vargas is the guy that we have brought into camp. Don't know much about him. Don't think he's making the team. Yep. You don't, don't even want to know much about you him. You don't pay CJ Ham what you paid him to bring in some random UDFA and he's going to take his job. I actually didn't even look him up. Didn't even look him up. Perfect. So let's jump to tight ends. I like our tight ends. Kyle Rudolph. Heard of him. Been around. Longest tenured Viking now? Any Griffin anymore. It's yeah. got to be Rudolph, right? It's him be or Harrison Rudolph. Smith. And I think Rudolph was before Harrison Smith. Rudolph was the Rudolph ponder was draft. with the ponder draft. Harrison Smith we had, was we the, got ponder. Um, Hitman was also in a double first round draft. Ponder was a Matt Khalil, Matt Khalil Harrison Smith draft. They were li- the same draft. Yeah, because I was, I was living I was living in Arizona uh, when we drafted. Because I wanted Mo Claiborne, and, and then and, you te- then you text me like. Two hours later, saying we traded back in and got Harrison Smith. He was drafted 2012, so Kyle Rudolph. 2011? I think in 2011. We were trying to build a monster. Yeah, 2011. Oh. So I think Rudolph's probably the longest tenured Viking. Yeah, well, it's it's not Harrison Smith. <laughs> it's not Harrison um, Smith. So Ryan Longwell? No, no, he's been gone <laughs> for a while. Uh, it was Everson for like ever. Yeah, so I think it would be uh, Kyle Rudolph because Everson was 2010, uh, yeah. 2009. Was he really? Was he on the 09 team as a rookie? No, 
That'd be sweet. Should have used it more. Might have won a title. No, 2010. 2010. Still a free agent, by the way. Okay. All right. So is Javion Clowney, though. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, They're just waiting, I guess, for someone to get hurt. Or I feel like things got weird all of a sudden with, like, some of the free agents. Because Logan Ryan's still out there. Uh, Drake Kirkpatrick. Yeah. And two cars Denard. I don't even want any of these guys anymore. We got so many sweet rookies. It's yeah, no, no, no. We, no we, we, I do. I would take Everson back. I, I'd take Everson back over Jadavion Clowney. I'd take a D. I'd take a, a DN. DN. Yeah, because I don't know if like a Fetty looks like he is pretty good, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, and like the corners, can, I want to see him. Yeah, no, I want. I don't want to sign a corner. Yeah, a guard, I, I but him. there's no good guards out there. Yeah, I, I think I just want an edge and let's roll. Let's roll. So tight ends: Kyle Rudolph, Irv Smith Jr. I think Irv Smith, like breakout player like i feel like he's uh, he's someone that needs to yeah I, i'm kind of excited to see what uh gary kubiak wants to do with him yeah uh you sent me a stat thing where he was like in some pretty ridiculous company for uh, rookie tight ends yeah uh well only tight ends 21 or younger with like 30 receptions and 300 yards and they were all really good, except yeah, was, for David Njoku. Yeah, it was slipped da- in there. David Joke Njoku, Tony Gonzalez. Was Antonio Gates in there? I think Shannon Sharp. I think was, was Evan Ingram. There. I feel like Evan Ingram had to Evan be. Ingram was in there. Um, but yeah, there were just like five five tight ends, and yeah, Herb Smith Jr. was in that group. He showed that he's at least going to be a very good tight end. Like yeah. maybe not you know the greatest thing ever, but like. Rookie tight ends don't show shit, and he showed at least something. So, uh, and then wasn't we, Gronk in that? No, because he wasn't younger than twenty-one. Oh, was that but, okay? So the age thing. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Irv Smith was twenty when we drafted him. Yep. Tyler Conklin, uh, good third tight end. Yep. Kind of flashed last year in preseason. It was like, is Tyler Conklin really good? And I was um, like, oh no, Tyler Conklin's Tyler Conklin. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. He's he's solid. He's worth keeping on the roster. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I just remember always seeing those like. Play action boots where he'd block and then he'd just turn around. And it's Hell like, yeah. oh yeah, let's keep doing that. He had, a and then catch let's in... remember those are only three yard catches. No matter yeah. how sweet they are, those are three yards at it. He doesn't time. drop the ball though. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a good effort yep. blocker. Yep. He had a couple of plays in training camp though, and people were like Conklin, more like Gronklin. Oh, like let's yeah. go, and it's like, all right, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, then Brandon Dillon, he was the guy to Marion last year, UDFA. Yep, they called him the Marion Flash. Yeah, yeah, they loved him. They. I, for some reason, I thought he got snagged off our uh, practice no, squad last still here. year. He, he, we actually moved him up to the 53. Yep. He made the 53 out of camp. Yep. And then we caught him and put him on practice squad. So the fact that he made the 53, like... He shows something. Shows something. It's like when uh, Mike Boone made it and Rock Thomas made it. It's like, okay, these guys are like a little better than... It's even like when... Um, Forgot about Rock Thomas. Davion Davis and Alexander Hollins got to go on the active for a couple games, but yeah. Dylan Mitchell never did. It's yep. not a good sign if you're getting leapfrogged by like UDFs. Yeah. So just for Brandon Dylan to do that, that's pretty good. Uh, the guy we brought in this year, Nakia Griffin Stewart. So he's 23 out of Pittsburgh UDFA, 6'5, 260. Uh, basically, was barely used in college. He played at Rutgers and then transferred to Pitt. Okay. So, I don't know. Look out for him. Not a lot of highlights because he looked like a nice soft hand, so big body. All right. But stats right. were pretty minuscule. Seemed like just not used a lot. And what was the name? You know, I'm, I'm gathering a list for um, my Brett right. Taylor Man of the Year. 
definitely not a Brett Taylor. Definitely not a generic name. A Nakia Griffin Stewart. Mm. It's a hyphen. You know, yes. I knew a Nakia in high in uh, in high school. Was she a woman? That she was a woman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that, what I'm that's worried where about. Joke, that's where the joke was going. <laughs> <laughs> she was not a man. Yeah. Uh, hyphen though. Two guys with hyphens. Tony Brooks James also has a hyphen. So. Oh, all right. Rick Spielman has a type. Tony Brooks James. Now those are three pretty generic, pretty names. generic names. All right. So, now, uh, but I, he... my, yeah, we'll go to receiver. I don't know if those two hit the Brett Taylor yet. No, I, Schultz, I Brett Taylor. No, no, no. no. Uh, receiver. So we have Adam Thielen, our new number one quality ball player. Number two. Has he been around longer? No. 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 I just feel like he spent so much time screwing around on special teams. Though. Yeah. But I guess not. A couple years probably. Uh, Justin Jefferson. I don't know if I've been There's more excited. That is your new number one wide receiver. Yeah. I don't think I've been more excited for a rookie in a long time. Delvin. Delvin, Delvin was I was very excited yeah. for Delvin. Yeah. Because you're going from Matt Asiata and Jarek McKinnon. And his highlights in college were ridiculous. To Delvin Cook. Yeah. And like we thought Delvin was probably like a top 20. Like I thought Delvin was like a top 20 Yeah. Talent. Oh yeah. First round talent for sure. And then you get him at... 47 yeah, and a run, or whatever. rookie running back, that's just fun. Yeah. I mean, what, so, like, we did Bradbury, Mike Hughes. Like, that's not fun. No, no, no. I mean, but, yeah, I, I'd agree. Like, Justin Jefferson, first, like, first round pick. And I, there's, like, you think, okay, I hope he's not, like, Treadwell. But you watch him, and it's like, okay, but this guy doesn't know how to run routes. He can run routes. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any way this That he's guy, a total bust. Yeah. It would be very strange. I, I mean, like, I feel like his floor is... Like a fifty for seven hundred kind of guy. Yeah, like BC Johnson's his floor. Yeah, like a poor man's Jarvis Landry. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's slot heavy. Like if he can't figure out the outside spot, yep. and his upside is like an Adam Thielen. Yep. You know, or yep. any other really good route runner. You know, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Tajay Sharp. You know why not? Little, getting a little more excited. Perfect little third, fourth, fourth guy. I feel like adding him into the mix with BC Johnson. They're kind of just kind of similar guys. Yep. Can, reliable. See less Chad. Beebe. And, I was gonna say, and you kind of like throw Chad BB in the mix there. He's like a different. He's a different, different flavor. Yeah. yeah. Stick him in just in the slot. Let him you know do what white slot receivers do. Is that Chad BB? <laughs> Literally watching Julian Edelman. <laughs> that uh, was that was crazy that that happened. <laughs> That's the role he needs to play. It's yeah. really Edelman West Welker role. So we gotta add some weight to BB so he can be more Edelman than Welker. This is true. So he's twenty six already. Chad BB. Chad BB is twenty six. See, no wonder why I didn't like him. Because he's uh, old, he's fat, and he's injury prone. <laughs> he's fat. Uh I feel like yeah, I feel like he's running out of chances. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I think this might be like this could probably this could potentially be his last preseason on our yeah, like if he does, like he clearly can get open in the slot. But his hands are actually not as good as you'd expect for like, you're the son of Don Beebe, catch the ball. Yeah. It's like oh, a couple drops. He had some uh, issues on punt returns that was like, damn it, dude. Like, there, Yeah, wasn't there one punt return before he got hurt where we were just... Like dumb with him. Yeah, it. he must have muffed it because we were not happy. And then like, you're just a pure slot. Like you have no outside ability. So it's mm-hmm. like, you're 26... But the only thing I would say is that Zimmer did mention him. Like, ooh, we're getting Chad Beebe back. So it's like, okay, apparently the coaches really <sighs> like you. So depressing. I mean, if he can do his job, like, the the slot role and do it well, like, I'm fine with it. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, running out of chances. Like, this is it. Oh. Stop getting hurt. 
figure it out. Uh, so then we go into the, uh, another, kind of more into the younger guys. KJ Osborne, rookie out of Miami. Fifth? Fifth rounder. 5'11", 22 years old, 200 pounds. So he played at Buffalo, then transferred to Miami. Ran a 4-4-8-40. So he's got some solid speed, but definitely more, I feel like, to start return stuff. Like yeah. punt returner, maybe a little kick returner if he can take that job. You know, and him being a receiver going in the fifth round with it being such a deep class, like I kind of almost like to think of him as like a fourth round talent. You would think. You I know? mean we took didn't we take him I guess we took him after Tyler Johnson. But people were like, Oh, Tyler Johnson was available. We could have had him. Uh but yeah, I mean that was a really good draft for a receiver. Yeah. You'd think that Hopefully the guy you're drafting is better than his slot, I would guess. Yeah. Or can play I, at his slot. So we'll see on Osborne. Um, I think he'll be fun, someone to watch in preseason because he'll get some like definitely get some special teams reps. He's going to be like probably one of the first guys on the second team after yeah you might maybe see, third team after BC and Sharp are kind of done doing their thing. It'll be KJ Osborne. Might see some deep shots with him. Yeah, especially if can he, get, he be that deep guy? Like we still don't have one. We thought maybe Jeff Bidet. Yeah. Uh, uh, Badat. Badat, whatever you want to call himself. <laughs> I wanted to call him Badet, and his real name is Badat. Didn't like it. I like the uh, the French butt cleaner that's better. Why it's, that's why he never became anything. Uh, another one, Alexander Hollins. So I feel like he's also kind of a deep threat type. Super yeah. skinny. He's 166. Yeah, and I feel like if they're listening on that 166, yeah. he might be 156. <laughs> yeah. They're bad. But he, he was on the. Uh, didn't he make active rosters 16 and 17? And the, and the playoff game. I was going to say, and Saints. Over game, right? Latron, Laquan Treadwell. Yep. And then he had a chance to make a really sick catch over the middle. And it was a very difficult catch, but it would have been cool if he had pulled it down. And I went back and watched some of the Bears did, game, and he is open a lot. Oh, yeah. Did, but he had one bad drop that game. Was that on a corner row? I think so. On the left side of the quarterback? He's I, real sudden, though. He's real, like, kind of slick with his routes. Like, it's he's he's got those... Is it, like, like a, more of, like, a longer stride to yeah, like he's, get in and out? It's, like, a, yeah, like a longer... I don't want to say digs, but digs route running was very, like, unique. Like, it's just, like, sudden and quick, and, like, it... Rem- He's he can just make those quick little moves, but okay. he also weighs 150 pounds. So and does he have good enough hands? Like, nope. yeah, you might be able to move like Diggs. Well, Diggs does that with 30 extra pounds and can catch everything thrown his way. So you know the uh, Zimmer Kubiak Stefanski offense definitely has a type with wide receivers, and it's guys who can get open. It's route running. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's like we kept thinking like oh we need like a compliment to Thielen it's like oh no no they want another guy who can get open yeah, they, like they don't want a big body they don't want a burner they don't they, want if you can't separate we don't want you yeah that's like, definitely what it seems like yeah cause BC's around like we didn't bring Treadwell back we brought in Tajay Sharp and like if you were to um, ask me hell even before the preseason or before the free agency, would you rather have Laquan Treadwell or Tajay Sharp? I probably would have told you Laquan Treadwell, but like we opted to go Sharp over Treadwell. Before last season or before this season? Even before this offseason. I would absolutely take Tajay Sharp over Laquan Treadwell. Well, not, I mean, now, yeah, but like I I had no idea anything about Tajay Sharp. I, like, just, I can't believe that... Treadwell got scooped up that fast. I know we were like Treadwell homers because it was kind of funny because he's yeah. such a terrible player. But like, I mean, like, I, I legit thought like 
Tajay Sharp was Laquan Treadwell. Then you look at the stats and you're like, oh my god, Treadwell has done nothing. Yeah, but that's career. what I that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like going into the offseason, if you would have told me, oh, would you rather have Treadwell or Tajay Sharp? It's like, well, Treadwell because like it's fun to ride that train and I'm Treadwell getting the, season. and like I'm gonna get the same same production anyways, right? You'd think wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Then it turns out that he was actually very productive until he kind of got like hurt and then not used. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, Laquan Treadwell got every chance to take a job and continued to fail. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. Um, so, then we have Davion Davis, 23-year-old. Uh, He's also, like Alexander Hollins, a UDFA from last year that made the practice squad. And then spent, I think he spent two games on active. Never played. Um, the only thing I remember about him is he's a couple really good highlights on YouTube. Yeah. And Ben Lieber, last offseason, was like, this guy moves different. He moves different, you yeah. know? So... Seems like another guy that could like probably get open. Yep, and that's you know that's our flavor. Yeah, that's guy our flavor. You can get open. Uh, and now we're on to the people that I think we picked up this year. So Courtney Davis, probably our biggest UDFA this year. I think so. Um, I looked up his so he ran a four five four at his pro day, pretty solid. Not like a burner by any sense, but. Not bad. And then I was looking up YouTube videos, and someone did a YouTube video on his route running. Okay. Which is interesting, because apparently we love route runners. And he was talking about him as if, like, he's one of the best route runners. And then he changed in the, like, note section of YouTube. was like, can't believe Vikings got this guy as a UDFA, because he loved him so much. But So if you look that up, it's, like, Courtney Davis route running. He's literally going through his routes and showing Texas A&M, right? Texas A&M, yep. 6'1", 200. So, like, I feel like if any UDFA is breaking through and making the roster... Maybe it's him. Yeah, I I like Courtney Davis. Um, it would be cool at least to see him make some plays in preseason and yeah. like sneak him on the practice squad. Or you know, if he is as good as I like to think he is, I mean, sure, come aboard, like make some plays right away. Let's get you on the roster. Like I wouldn't hate if Courtney Davis beat out Chad Beebe and Chad Beebe just went to the wayside and we rolled with Sharp, BC, Thielen, Jefferson, Osborne, and. Or even Osborne slides to practice squad. I don't know. Like, yeah. Courtney I, I Davis mean, seems more receiver ready, where Osborne might be more just like special teams ready. Well, maybe someone else stands out for that job, and it's like, all right, go to practice squad. Yeah, I, receiver. I do want to go back and watch more uh, Courtney Davis because, like, they, like you know, I always thought he was like a you know third, fourth round guy. And yeah, I'm, like a mid rounder, yep. definitely on most people's boards ahead of KJ Osborne. Yeah. So and it, draftable. Yeah, de- definitely draftable. So like, what is it? Why, why, why is it just because there is so many good wide yeah. receivers? Is there too many players that it ran out of teams yeah. that needed them? And they're like, oh, I guess Courtney Davis didn't get picked. And maybe it is that he doesn't do anything extremely well, but he can run routes and you yeah. know, looking for more like, I don't know, different skills. Um, two more receivers. I feel like receivers is always the biggest group. Yeah. Dan Chisena. C-H-I-S-E-N-A. Chizina? I'm going to call him... Dan. Dan C. Dan C. So, Penn State, he's 23. He's 6'3", 200 pounds. Caught three balls in college. Oof. He was a special teams ace. And I'm pretty sure he's just a coverage guy. Oh, this was the, uh, this the is, Matthew Slater you this were talking was, about. Yeah, I think... I, I don't know which YouTube... There's a couple YouTube Viking channels. Uh, and they compared him to Chris Walsh. Uh, he won like special teams awards at Penn State. So 
I don't know if you keep a guy on the roster because he's really good on special teams, but Matthew Slater keeps making the Patriots roster, yep, and, and he, he don't do shit. And he was like an all-pro, or yeah. like he's a pro bowler. Yeah, no. Heath Farwell. Heath Farwell, yeah, yeah. You always kept him on the roster. He never played, took a defensive snap. Yeah, because he was probably terrible at it. So keep an eye out for this guy, Dan. Dan C. Dan C. We call him Dancy Dan C. Dan, <laughs> Dan C. He, he, yeah, he's going to be just, you know, listed as athlete. You know, special team. Gunner. Gunner. Uh, Braylon Addison, the last receiver, he was in the CFL. Okay, so, I, I like the name. Yeah, out of Oregon. He's 26 because he's played in the CFL. Yep. So originally it was a UDA with Denver. He played for the Bears. Does played he, in two games. Does he know Duran Carter? Duran Carter. Trade a second round pick yeah, for him. Yeah, you can <laughs> do that. Um, look up his highlights. Pretty good highlights, but they're CFL highlights. But I mean, relatively the same game. That's you know, the ball's the same shape. Hey, you gotta you gotta look everywhere if you're Rick. You gotta you know you might find a Cameron Awake. Yep, you, you might find a Carter Schultz. Very possible. <laughs> He's probably more like a Carter Schultz than a Cameron Awake, but we will try. Well, who is? Didn't we have another receiver out of uh, Canada? Who's the white guy? Went to Carolina. Um, ah, shoot! How am I forgetting his name? White guy, Carolina. Oh, it'll hit me. Ricky Prohl? <laughs> Ricky Prohl never played for us. Uh, anyways, so those are your receivers. Who do you see as the, uh, let's say, that, what do you think, five or six make the team? I think your locks are. Uh, your locks are Thielen, Jefferson, Jefferson BC, BC. Sharp? You think Sharp's a lock? I do not think Sharp's a lock. I almost have a tough tough time calling BC a lock oh, too. Oh, BC's a lock. You're t- like, who's are you gonna have four guys pop up that pass him? That's oh, impressive. maybe. Courtney Davis, KJ Osborne. Yeah, that's not happening. BC showed enough that he's definitely making the team. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you could probably lock in BC and Sharp and like I'd like KJ Osborne for sure. I'd like Osborne and Courtney Davis. I think that's what I would like too. I think that'd be the best. And. Like, I'd be fine taking those two and not having Sharp on the roster and keeping five. I got to see Sharp. Yeah, Like, is he pretty good? Is he going to be a solid player? Um, I feel like he isn't terrible. I feel like he could be somebody, like, Kirk gets comfortable with. Like he you know, did just with kinda like, yeah, he's just Yeah, he's just a bigger target, isn't he? 6'2". Tajay Sharp? Yeah. Uh, let me find out. Tajay I feel like he's 6'2", so he's got, you know, just like more frame. Like, some, you know, just show me your numbers. I'll fucking put it up. 6'2", yeah. Yeah. And most of our guys are... 6'. Six. 6', six, yeah. That's what we kind of roll with. I got to find out who this white guy was that was our receiver. You don't remember the name when I come up with it. But moving on to offensive line. Let's do... Let's talk tackles. You want to just talk tackles? Yeah, we've got five or six of them. So it depends where you move people. I'll say there's seven. Seven. Uh, Riley Reef. Kind of hoping he becomes a guard. And yeah, Ezra but wins we'll, that job. we'll call him tackle. So, okay, yeah, I guess Reef, Ezra. Um, well, the other side, O'Neal obviously. Brian O'Neill. Is Avant, Aviant Collins still around? Um, I have him listed as a guard. Okay. But we have Rashad Hills back. Yep. I think he's a very good backup. Who can spot start? I don't want him as our everyday starter, but as a, I think he's one of the best like backup tackles. Yeah, uh, which actually makes us oddly deep at tackle because Reef, Cleveland, O'Neal, Rashad Hill. It's like four you'd think startable guys. I feel like you're not going to keep all four of them. 
I mean, I guess the if way you Reef would is, is Reef moves the guard. Yeah. That's what it would be. Because then you have Cleveland and O'Neal and Rashad Hill's like, but if Cleveland got hurt or O'Neal got hurt, don't you think they probably try to move Reef back out there? Yeah, I would think so. That's kind of what I would think. So I feel like if Cleveland starts, Rashad Hill might be odd man out. Yeah, possibly. You might just be SOL at that point going, all right, we're, we'll double up on guards. Like if Rashad Hill, if there's, I don't know, maybe. I mean, because you also. Rashad have- Hill just might be the best backup lineman. It's like, we're not going to cut you because we don't have like a, we already have three other tackles. Like if he's the best one out of all the other backup linemen, you're going to keep Yeah, him. you'd hate to be like, oh, we don't want to do it because we have a three tackles yeah. already. Uh, we also have Ole Udo. Yeah, that's like, right. I'd like to keep him around. He showed like something yep. in that final game. And then we drafted Blake Brandle. So he was, what was he, a fifth? Let me see where he is. Yeah, I think he was a fifth round pick. Sixth rounder. Sixth? Oregon State, six foot seven. <sighs> so definitely uh, reading up on him, project type, like put on some weight, get some strength. But you're six seven, you got, you got a head start on people. Yeah, that is huge. And then the other tackle we have, again, I don't, like, it's hard to tell if they're like, well, this guy's also six seven, so you're a tackle. I don't think there's a lot of six seven guards. Brady. A yellow uh, out of Oregon. So Brandel's out of Oregon State. Brady's out of Oregon, and he is. He started 25 games in Oregon, so I don't know. We'll oh, see. All right. That's the tackle situation. Uh, like you said, I think I think we keep Rashad Hill. God, how many did we keep last year? Oli Udo, was he, did he make the team? I don't think Oli Udo made the team. No, Oli Udo didn't make. I can't. I know he played week seven. Really upsetting me. But anyways, Oliudo. I th- I mean, if you kept, what am I thinking? Riley Reef, Cleveland, O'Neal, Rashad Hill, Oliudo. That's five tackles. Seems like yeah, a lot, right? that's five tackles plus your your Samia, Elfline, Bradbury. That's eight offensive linemen already. But I mean that could just well, be it. Keep, that yeah. could be it right there. Yeah, you maybe you keep less inside guys because Reef basically can maybe move. Yeah, because I mean like Samia is your backup right guard potentially. Yep. And Elfline left guard center and Reef yep. is backup tackles. And the rest of the guys on the team really aren't like so like we brought back Brett Jones. So we're moving to interior, like you said, we've yeah. Elfline, Bradbury, Samia. We're probably all locks. Elfline. That guy won't go away. No. He won't go away. It's his last year, man. He's going away. Sheesh. And then Brett Jones is like your center, backup center. But like you said, Elfline can play center. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Dozier, we did bring back. Okay. I feel like he's a solid backup lineman. I feel like he's... I like Dozier. I don't mind him. I like him over Elfline. I think I do too. Elfline, not good. Uh, and there's Avante Collins, guard tackle. I feel like he could definitely play tackle. He played the tackle quite a bit. And then Kyle Hinton is the guy we took in the seventh round at a Washburn. Yeah. So I think he played tackle, but I think he's more of a guard at six foot two and really good athlete. So maybe a, maybe a Kubiak special. Yeah. Kyle Hinton, did his dad play for the Vikings? No. So there's uh, the other the other interior guy we kept is uh, Jake Lacina. Lacina, his yeah. dad his... Corbin Lacina played for us. So okay, he's a UF UDFA out of Augustana, 
but he won the Remington Award at Division Two. So okay. that's pretty good. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. Better than uh, who was the guy last year? Cornelius Edison. Cornelius Edison he just got mowed down by everyone. I mean, that guy was he was rough. By the end of this podcast, I'm finding this receiver that went to the Panthers. <laughs> People are probably yelling at like. I don't think so, cause They're usually, cause I'm usually yelling. really good at like Brandon Zilstra. Got him. Oh, that loser. Got him. Why oh. was I even talking about him? Random white. No, because of the because he was a CFL. CFL. No, it was a CFL oh, guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I totally forgot he played in the CFL. And when did we lose him? Was that just last year? Mm. It was, wasn't I'll it? I'll look up the Wikipedia on Brandon Zilstra. I, I feel like it was just last year. 2018 is when he was on our team. So 2019 last, last year, year was, he, yeah, got he went to the Carolina Panthers and, and like honestly Darren still on him. Darren honestly I thought you were talking like from like ten years ago I'm like no that's why I was like oh it just knows that's why you know it's like your CFL receiver could be I don't know if there ever been a good CFL receiver John Carter wasn't good I mean mm. I always think CFL I just think of Cameron Wake Cameron Wake yeah I'm trying to think Kenny what? Anatola <laughs> did uh. Was Hushmanzada from the CFL before he came out? TJ Hushmanzada, I feel like he was drafted by the Bengals. Mm. Just straight up drafted. But I could be wrong. Let me, you know, this is why they make Wikipedia. I just feel like Hushmanzada. Seventh rounder by the Bengals. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't think like CFL... It doesn't translate, apparently. Only one that ever did was Cameron Wake. I'd like to look that up and find out who are the best CFL transfers. Cameron Wake, for sure. Makes yeah. the list. Cameron Wake. Don't forget about <laughs> um, Cameron Wake. Quality ball player. Uh... Who else is there? I mean, again, there's Cameron Wade. There's definitely, like, <laughs> that's why you keep trying, because you might get Cameron yep. Wade. Yo, you might you, get John Carter. You might get Brandon Zilstra. You know, he's, or, he, he had 96 yards last season. Okay, or you might get Cameron Wade, yeah, though. You, you got to keep going back in that well and looking for that Cameron Wade. So, uh, offensive line, yeah, we talked about them all. Besides, there's two more. No, one more. Tyler Higby. Michigan State. Tight end from the Rams. (laughs) Spells it different. It's not H-I-G-B-E-E. It's H-I-G-B-Y. So, upgrade? Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Six foot five, 300 pounds. Uh, He started at tackle guard and center. Oh, I had some versatility all the way through. I feel like, you know, like Kirk Cousins clearly likes to bring in his buddies. Like he did with Tom Compton, who was a terrible (laughs) football player. Michigan State man, oh. you know, where they're like, oh, here, we got to bring one to Michigan State alum on. But I, isn't Josh Metellus Michigan State? No, no Michigan. Mis- Michigan. Oh, yeah, Michigan. And yeah, then yeah, Mississippi yeah. State was Brian Cole and yeah. Dantzler. Yep, and Dantzler. So we didn't draft a Michigan State player? No. This is why this guy's on our team. Yeah, this because is it. we need, we need him to be like, yo, Kirk, they suck over there. When you retire, come go coach them. Yeah, <laughs> come help Michigan State. So offensive line, uh, I mean, if we keep nine, Reef, Elfline, Bradbury, Samia O'Neill, Ezra, Rashad Hill, that's seven. I'm thinking you keep Dozier and Brett Jones. Probably a young guy's going to make it. Dozier and Udo? Oh, Udo. Oh, I'm taking Udo for sure. Dozier and Yo, Udo. You know what? I don't really like Brett Jones. I'm not going to lie. Oh, he's a loser. He's, yeah. <laughs> that's a generic name, Brett Jones. Yeah, but he's not going to win the award. We traded a pick for him, too. Sixth or seventh yeah. round pick, yeah. Didn't matter. We recouped it in a trade down. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. No more can anyone bitch about trading late picks because we will recoup them all. Yeah. We got 30 of them. Uh, shall we jump to defense? Uh, take yeah, a quick let, break? Yeah, we can take, take quick... breaks now. Oh, well, you know, 
Not, we're not sprinting to the bathroom where the other person has to talk about. How, who did I make you talk about? The, the linebackers. Yeah. Here's a fun position. Go. Yeah. I was like, Here, we have two good ones and a bunch of trash. Yeah, you talk about Troy Dye, quality ball player. Yeah, Troy Dye was good. But yeah, let's take a break real quick. All right, welcome back. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed your first break in a while. Uh, it was probably a quick one for you guys. It usually is, you know. Oh. Brought to you by my pillow. Brought to you by my pillow. The world's most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Use promo code Grapes. Uh, I should check the sales on the promo code Grapes because I've never actually done it. I think we've got one. I think Don, I think Don keeps track of it. And well, I think she we have should pay one. Us. I don't know why she refuses to write you a check, Ryan. Uh, because she doesn't like me. Uh, you know, most I'll get I'll, I'll I'll get yeah. Junior on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so, so yeah, defense. Do we want to? Let's I do was ends. Sp- split ends and yeah, D yeah. tackles. Yeah, let's, let's so go with edge, that. Hunter Odenable looks like the starters. Yep. Uh, you think they flip Hunter? You think they flip him? No. I think, I think they flip him. I, I don't. I think they do it. Griffin was out a couple games and Hunter moved. Uh oh, that's that's a good point. Did Odenable start in his place? Yes, he did. He would have had to, right? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, no, I can see because, like you said, you know, get more of like a, a free range. Let him, of the, let him just the rush court, the yeah. passer. And Adenabo's strong. Let him sit there and hold the hold the line. Yeah, because and you go back to Hunter's rookie season when it was just like you know go after the quarterback. It was yeah. what six and a half sacks mm-hmm. and limited play time. Yeah, and he's much better now. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking so, he needs to be in the high teens. He's got the talent. Let's get 17, 18 sacks a season. Let's yeah, I, and. What do you have? Fourteen and a half last year. Yeah, and I think he can do That's, better. I think he can. Do I, better. I, you know, I That's agree. Really good. I feel like he has defensive player of the year talent. Definitely, I, I agree with that. I don't know what what kind of numbers he has to put up, but like, I need nineteen sacks. I, I, you know, he's probably the most like underrated edge rusher in the game. I feel like people talk about the Bosa brothers more than they talk about Hunter. Yeah. And I think Hunter's I think better Hunter than needs, both of them. Needs to have a. It's not like he hasn't had a breakout season. Like he's very good and has very good numbers. But and he's still tw- only twenty five. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I just don't understand how people are talking about the Bosa brothers over. Well, they were hyped out of college. Yeah. Hunter was overlooked out of college. Hunter's had to kind of. You start like not hyped. It's hard to like get it back. Yeah. But you get nineteen sacks in a season. You're gonna be talked about. That's true. That's uh, true. Let's go to the backups. So you got DJ Wanham, rookie, the fourth round rounder. pick. Uh, basically is the Patterson. What's his first name? Andre. Andre Patterson's is his guy. Yep. We'll see what he does with them. Then there's Kenny Willikies, the more thought of prospect who went three rounds later. Yep. But, oh wait, Michigan State. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, come on. We got him. We got Kirk's boy, Kenny yep. Willikies. Well, now we got two of them. Now we got two of them. Hey, we double dipped. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Remember the one year when we doubled it three times and it was like, oh, did he do that on purpose? We got Greg Childs and Jarius Wright, and there was like, there was two other ones, but. It's like, yes, he actually did do that on yeah. purpose. Yeah. He needs to, everyone to have a friend. It yeah. needs to be like, you know. Here's your roommate. It's a buddy yeah. system. Yeah. It's a buddy system. Uh, so the other edges are Eddie Yarbo. So the Buffalo Bills guy we picked up, he actually did really good against us. So I feel like it's one of those, like, they Sound caught our eye. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, okay, we can, we can work on that. Uh, Anthony Zettel, who is he CFL? I like feel like he's, uh, like he's we, oh, CFL. No, he was, he was on, I know he was Detroit, but I feel like he's got that CFL name, Zettel. That is a very <laughs> CFL name. And by the way, we have not really hit a good 
Um, Brett Taylor. Brett Taylor. No. Not a CFL. No. Nah. He's played for Detroit, uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, San Fran, now us. And he's like 29, 30? He's 27. 6'4", 275. Five teams in... Drafted in the sixth round. I five. mean, like, clearly good enough to hang around, but like you're not breaking out at 26. No. Like, well, who's done that? Linval. Yeah, that's more of an opportunity thing. But Linval, did he? I feel like Linval was better. He just didn't have a chance because they had like Justin Tuck and they had all kinds of D linemen. Like, has this guy been blocked on seven teams? I don't know. How no. To uh, and then the last. But one, I mean, but he's obviously good enough to rotational. Yeah, like, like he end of the roster. I feel like we need a light on in here. What do you think? I think that? we're kind of getting to that point. But uh, no, yeah, like he's he's been around. Like he's good enough to you know last time be a rotational guy for a team a year. You know, it's not like he's just going to be completely worthless. Can he get like three or four sacks I, as a like spot player? Can he be a Denebo? I, I, I feel year? I feel like he can be a Can Denebo. he be uh, Stephen Weatherly, you know? Weatherly started instead of Odenabo. Oh, that's what it was. Hurt. Yep, that's what I, it was. You know, okay. it's weird how you just these guys leave the roster and you just completely yeah, forget about them. I think we're going to need a comp for him. <laughs> Uh, last one is Stacy Keeley. He was a UDFA last year. Yep, total I project, him. like great athlete. No, like no, no moves. No Adea Runa this year. I do not see Adea Runa mm. on the roster. So unless I missed him, Adea Runa. Okay. Well, I mean, um, he's been around for like three years already, so I'm not surprised that they're. He was definitely also a like project type yeah so he uh, he actually went on injured reserve because he suffered a knee injury remember it was a pretty bad one yep and then he went to the oakland raiders oh okay and signed a reserve contract with them so you know good luck to him right on um yep sayonara so dns i think hunter adenabo want him as a fourth rounder you're not cutting him it, you could and it'd be like oh my gosh look what they did uh but who do you think if you keep a fourth i think it's zettel um, I want it to be Willikies. Yeah, I was just just gonna Zettel, say that. Zettel, I think, has the inside track. Eddie Yarbo, kind of a dark horse. Like, I think he actually has a little talent. Um, I don't think Stacy Keeley, his best route is probably practice squad again. I think it also depends on how many uh, D tackles we keep. I feel like we're a team that likes to keep around nine or ten. That and, and that's the thing. The D tackles are so much better depth wise. Like. Once you get past even like DJ Wanham, it's like, okay, I think he could be good, but he's still like an unknown. The D tackles, there's a lot of fun guys in there. Yeah. I mean, some of them are getting to the last legs. And you might just have to rotate through them all to begin with. So, yeah. like, the more the merrier at that point. Last year, edge-wise, we played four edges, I feel like. We played Weatherly, Adenabo, Hunter Griffin. Yep. Did anyone ever get any other snaps? I feel like no. I don't... I Who would it have been? I feel like the... Uh, technically, Barr... There you go. Bar might you know, some snaps at edge. If you're uh, a standing up edge. Yep. Um, I don't... So, like, I, I don't Because I don't think we kept any other edge. I don't know if we did. So, I could easily like, see four. The, the only other name that, like, I keep thinking of is Tashawn Bauer, but he never... He never developed in anything. Yeah. He got hurt, and then we ended up getting rid of him. Honestly, if you're talking to me, give me Daniel Hunter, Everson Griffin as your starters, Adenabo, DJ Wanham as your backups. Yeah. But if you're not, then there is a race for that fourth one yeah Yarbo, I think, Zettel Willikies Stacey Keeley and I, I kind of like Zettel just I'm putting my money on one the veteran like maybe that is well Yarbo's also 27 yeah I feel like if you're if you're doing it you're probably doing like uh like 
Bet, betting wise, you're probably doing like Zettel, you know, minus 100. Yarbrough probably plus 150, and Willikies probably plus 300. Yeah, I, the only thing with Willikies is he's he's pretty. I think he's pro ready. Like yeah, he's, and he's, I, you know, and he played. Ooh, that's too bad. And they the uh, computer they, died. He played a lot of different positions for Michigan State. Like he could potentially play some outside linebacker, maybe move inside a little bit. Um, he can rush on the edge. So uh, I feel like he's a good. Hopefully he doesn't get snagged. Like good practice squad guy. Next year he makes the roster. Yeah, I mean seventh rounder. You hope you can slide him through. It's just what does he show in the preseason? Yeah, we'll see. Exactly. Uh, if he like if he. Flashes in spring or training camp. Spring but, training, I like it. <laughs> but not a game. Like in preseason, yeah. you'll probably be able to slide him through. But, you know, if he's wreaking havoc in both, then you're kind of screwed. It's kind of funny. Sometimes guys dominate in preseason, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, we're no way we can slide him through. And they slide through just yeah. fine. I forgot who that was. There was one one year where everyone was like, I can't believe they cut him. And then we just got him right back. I forget who it was, but people were fired up. Might have been Kyle Slaughter, actually. I Even was, Chad Beebe was like... Maybe it was Beebe one year, too. The first year, I think, when Beebe was like, we're doing really good. Uh, so defensive tackles, you got Michael Pierce. I'm, I'm actually like... I I'm feel like he's excited. so underrated as a signing. Like I know you don't pay nose tackles. It's just like running backs, whatever, whatever. But like, let's get... Linval 2.0. Like, yeah, I feel not even like, 2.0. But like, remember Linval five years ago? Let's just get that again. Eat some blockers. Let Hunter roam. Let Kendricks and Barr like not have to, like free him up. Like, yeah, like there's 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 nose tackles. There's there's Shamar Stefan. Yeah, and then there's you know your your Kenny Clark's, Eddie Goldman, Akeem Hicks, Linval and his Lin, prime, Linval and his prime, Michael Pierce. Mike, yeah, and yeah. like. Difference making nose tackles. Yeah, like guys who can not only stuff the run but rush the Push passer. The pocket, yeah, you know, I think um, he's gonna be a super underrated signing and someone that I think he's gonna be I I, fan favorites right where. But like, I'm excited for him. Yeah, and like, I, like five sacks isn't even out of the question out of a mm-hmm. nose tackle for me for him. Like, I think I think Michael Pierce is that good to go and get you five sacks from the nose. And just, nose he's like spot. super strong. He's and super, he, and I feel like he's super athletic for how big he is. Just like how Linval was. He's got nice little dread hairs, too. Like the, the short dreads. Yep. It's, him and I think Justin Jefferson also has those. They're going to be quality ball players. That's what matters. We're going to be a fun team. I'm very, like, I know this, and the team's going to be so fun because it just kind of feels so new. It is and exciting. It's so young. Like, I love defense our defense. Is so young. But now it's like, all right, turn on the page. Let's let's go. Even the offense with Justin Jefferson and Irv Smith kind of rising, Bradbury, O'Neill. Maybe Ezra Cleveland, like it's, and I like it's like Zimmer got to he ran his first. This is kind of like his first phase. Okay, here's his. They made a championship game. They made a divisional round. They made one other playoffs that they should have won. Three out of five years, yep. and they should have won the Teddy game if yep. Blair Walsh isn't the worst kicker that's ever like been known. So, I mean, he did pretty good with that group. Okay, they got as far as they could. They made another pretty solid run. And now we're turning the page to this next squad, and I'm excited. Like yeah. it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a fun team to watch. So D tackles, we said Pierce, Shamar Stefan. I'm. They say he's Mister Fundamental, but it just doesn't seem to do much. Uh, yeah, he just seems he, like a body. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't move the needle for me at all. Like it's like talk right, about gonna, exciting. 
this dude is the opposite of exciting. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, we're going to keep Shamar Stefan. And it's the three oh, okay. tech. Like, dude, he's not a rusher. Like, he should be a he, nose. Okay, he's a tweener. He can be my 4-3-3 three, three tech on first down only. <laughs> exactly, yes. When the, when the offense comes out with a fullback or two tight ends. Yeah. Like, that's when you play only. Yeah, well, when I'm playing the Titans, he can be yeah, out there. Yeah, exactly. Titans and the Niners. When, when the Packers put A.J. Dillon in the back, he yeah. like, all right, okay, here we go. Oh, the Dylan package. (laughs) That's you, Shamar. (laughs) Shamar, get out there. Um, So then, now you get on to the more interesting one. So you have Jaleel Johnson. I feel like he is what he is now. I think last year was like, are you going to be something? Are you just going to be like a good depth player? You can play a little bit of both. He seems super strong, but he ain't. He's not moving the needle again. Like he's he's Jaleel Johnson. You know, he's fine. Uh, Jalen Holmes. I don't know. Uh, I, the way he, he's long, he looks good, but he doesn't really do much. He's he's a, a favorite of mine, but yeah, I don't think... Uh, it never came together, and uh, Patterson hyped him up a little bit last offseason, and then it was like, all right, nah. Yeah, and like, he he wasn't athletic enough to stick at DN, so it was like, oh, you know, maybe we've got a nice athletic three-tech here. Yeah. It, he, I don't know, he, I just... He, He's not good at football. Honestly, I get confused, too, on who's what. Like, Jalen Holmes, okay, three-tech. Is Julio Johnson a nose or a three-tech? I feel like he maybe a little bolt. I feel like we keep moving these guys around. Yeah. And it's like, damn it, man. If Sharif Floyd wouldn't have got nicked, we would have had a great three-tech. Sharif Floyd? Sharif the Sheriff. I miss him. That sucks. The Sheriff Floyd. Like, we had one. We had, you know, he wasn't Aaron Donald. But he was a, a, a his la, his last Sheldon year, Richardson. His last healthy year was very good. Oh, because he kept like his rookie year was like, you know, he he made some plays, but like honestly, for me, I was like, oh, he didn't. No you, wonder, yeah. one, no wonder why he fell to twenty three after mm-hmm. being hyped after up top five. Yeah, right? and like oh, fell to twenty three, like yeah, <laughs> still uh, first round. Yeah, not but like, like and first, then, and then second second year, it was like okay, maybe. Maybe he can. Yeah, show like he's some. he's an NFL player. Is yep. he is he going to be a superstar? I don't know. And then his third year, didn't he have seven and a half sacks? Did he really? I thought I thought I thought he had high sack numbers. Uh, his third and final healthy season. Great name too, Sharif Floyd. Sh- yeah, the sheriff. <sighs> no, I want to find a number seventy three Sharif Floyd jersey now. And and, and like seventy three, usually a garbage number to pick. Guy wore it well. Yep, I think he ended up. Always had the black. He always. I think he switched to ninety. Did he? Are you sure? I only see him in seventy three. I thought he switched to a ninety, or he was going to, but then he was hurt that year. So he's born in ninety one. So how old does that make him? Twenty eight. Being his prime. Yeah, he'd be turning twenty nine this year. That's it's just it's just a bummer. But and now we have all these goofy fucks that like it's not like they're like they're not real three techs. So he actually his last season was only two and a half sacks. The year before four and a half, two and a half. Why did he have a buttload of pressures then? I don't know. I'm looking at Wikipedia. They don't have oh. pressures. They're basic stat yeah. people. They're, yeah. like, they're not diving into those PFF but, EPAs. But I just feel like his last year he just he made was more of an impact definitely than like two and a, half a breakout sacks. player. He was always kind of nicked up a lot, and then you know the doctor screwed him. So. But like we had him, clear three tech, all pass rusher, disruptor. And then we had nobody because we well Tom Johnson was actually for like a fill in. Yeah. He was a decent one. Then Sheldon Richardson, pure three tech. And then last year we had like just a bunch of bodies. And now this year it seems like just a bunch of bodies. Did we ever? 
I, I agree, but just real quick. Did we ever get to Neil Hunter, Shree Floyd, Linval, and Everson Griffin on a D-line? I feel like yes, but I don't know if Hunter was Hunter yet. Okay. I think that had to have happened, because what was Sheree Floyd drafted in 06? Well, I guess, yeah, they all I'm, they all played at TCF. They all, they all played in T, TCF. Bank 13. Stadium. He was, yeah, okay. I don't know why I said 16. It's, uh, Sheree Floyd was 13. So what year was Hunter drafted? 16. So Or 15. He only played with us for 2013, years, yeah. 2014, 2015, and then he played one game in 2016. So he was done 2015. So he it's barely played with the new It's crazy that it's been that long without him. It's crazy that, like, that's how your life goes. Like, you were, you should have been, I would say, minimum eight years pro football. Like, he was good enough to get a second contract. Yeah. And then some doctor just totally derails your life. That is incredible. All the money. I mean, obviously, he probably won a lawsuit, I would think. Isn't he still in a lawsuit for that? I feel like we've been battling with him, actually. Yeah. So, do you know Hunter was drafted in 2015? So, for that one year when Hunter had the Six the half, second half yeah. of his year where he, they started standing him up and whatever, that was Griffin, Hunter, and oh. Robeson even was involved, I think. Because he was Hunter was the backup to Robeson, yeah. wasn't he? Oof. That was a fun team. Wasn't that the Teddy team, 2015? Yeah. That was, that was we beat Seattle at TCF. That's oh, why do we got to do that to ourselves? Anyways, back to our back to our like weird. No, 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 no. We're sex. we're done with this podcast. <laughs> we turn it off. We're going to live watch the 2015 Seattle game, <laughs> oh, where the defense basically shut down Seattle. Yeah, and Teddy had that one drive at the end where Rudolph he actually only. Plays. No, I think Teddy only completed like two passes. Well, on they got a pass interference on Rudolph, and then he had another good play to Rudolph, and then Peterson had a big run. Yeah. And then it was like, well, still, you didn't put it on the right hash. Oh, Bear Walsh can't make field goals. Oh, the laces were in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so cold he couldn't spin the ball. Yeah, so those, many Those excuses. kindergartners wrote him a note. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Oh, so many. Remember all the Vikings fans going out to their parks, kicking 27-yard oh, yeah. field so goals? There's field goal posts in the Sedina <laughs> Park uh, where I thought I saw a Viking player practicing yep. or doing whatever. But like, I was like. 30, what, how long was the field goal? 27 yards. I, I looked, I mean, 27 is not hard. Like, there was a random, a random nobody kicking field goals, just drilling them. Yeah. Thanks, Blair. I think uh, you took a picture of that. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, anyways, three tacks. So, Jalen Holmes, I, if you haven't developed by now, I think it's very rare you're going to develop yeah. anything. Like, most players, like, when you look at, like, even a guy like Irv Smith or uh, OBC Johnson, like, you show a little something. That it's like this guy's something. Jalen Holmes has showed nothing. Yeah, like you can't keep going. Like here comes that breakout Jalen Holmes year. Like, nah. like breakout Jalen Holmes year should have been four sacks last year. Already. Yeah, it should have been like, oh, this little, little something rookie year. Okay, yeah, he, he should have had he, three, like two or three sacks his rookie yeah. year. He got to play. Like, yeah. he didn't do shit his rookie year. I don't think he got on the on the field. And yeah. then the, yeah, like you were like you were saying like last year, it's like oh, four sacks as like a rotational guy. Okay, here's something. Yeah, no, but like. He yeah he great you made the fifty three man roster but what'd you do with that yeah and you were I think a third round pick so you were gonna make the roster same yeah. with Jalen Johnson Jaleel Johnson I mean like Jalen Holmes might have been round. fourth but it was an early fourth yeah they were still whatever they were mid rounders that yeah. you're gonna make it so the one that did show a little something as a rookie the kind of guy that you go oh 
showed more than both those guys, Armin Watts. Yep. Like, he looks like, okay, this guy, I would rather have him than those other two right away. And is he a three-tech? Is he a nose? I don't know what the hell he is. I don't know what he is either, but he's, like, slowly becoming one of, like, one of my more favorite players. Oh, if he's he so breaks fun. out, I'm getting a watch. Jersey. Yeah, he, he's so fun. He was only a one-year starter yep. uh, in Arkansas. Um, so, like, he's one of those guys where you can legit say, you know, he's still developing. Yeah. Because, like, one year starter at Arkansas showed you something. Showed you something. You yeah. know, it wasn't just a nobody. And also, he was someone that when we did mock drafts, like, You'd always grab Armand Watts in the mid rounds. Like, yep. oh, here's a three tech or a DT I can take. And then he fell to like the sixth, sixth. I think. Yeah. Yep. It felt like, oh, that's a good pick. So, Armand Watts. And a lot of in a lot of the uh, the quote unquote experts, they they always were like, oh, you know, Armand Watts sixth round, like that was good value. Yeah. Yep. You know, everyone, almost the Kenny Willikies of that draft. Like, yep. How did they get him that late? You exactly. Know? Although very different type, like you said, one year starter. Willikies was like I think a five three? year, four or five. I don't yeah. know like he was. A, I think, I think he played, guy. yeah, I think he, like, yeah. but He's he was played tenured. a lot of games. Watts was like, yeah, like you were saying, one year, still developing. I like him. He's my, I mean, if I'm picking someone that I want to start, I'd rather have him start than Shamar Stefan. Yeah. If I, he can be that three-tech. He, he could rush the pass or something, so, I like, I mean, he's bigger body. but Yeah, uh, I'm trying I'm trying to think of, like, a defensive player. Oh, He's uh he's my uh my Carter Schultz this year, you know, just kind of like someone hype you, him up, you yeah. know. Let's, Let's go. go. Watts. Yep. Uh, someone that let us down. Let us let all the fans down. Hercules, oh. Afa. Yeah, I was going to compare him to Hercules he, like I mean, he he tore up, not tore up, but got hyped in camp, talked about, and then he made the 53, so I was like, okay, so like not it's not just like a media thing. It's the coaches like him. And then he played some early on. Didn't do anything. And then just completely didn't get to play. So, like, yeah. definitely was like, dude, you're not ready. You're, like, not strong enough. You're something. Well, it's so – and, like, it, it sucks because, you know, he is so athletic. He did play, you know, defensive line and linebacker in college. And then we're like, oh, you're going to play three-tech. Yeah. So, like, the man's got to put on 45 pounds, you know. That was all the talk last year. Like, he's put on a ton of weight. He's, like, ready to go. And then he did – Busted him pretty good. Yeah, and I, he did put on some weight, but I don't think he put on. He hasn't put on enough yet. And maybe that's it. Like I'm not giving up on Hercules. Oh, I'm, I'm done with him. Are you done? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm not giving up yet, Hercules. You know, <laughs> your uh, favorite Disney character. The thing is, like he he's kind of that. Obviously, he's a little smaller, but he's like that that three tech that if you could, if you could finally get one that's like that, like the quick twitch, the like a John Randall, like a John Randall, you six know, foot, even like you know, obviously not the same size and stuff, but like Sharif Floyd was he was a pass rushing three tech, like Hercules, he's not probably gonna hold up that well against the run, but he can rush the passer, yeah, supposedly. I mean, he, that's what they tell, yeah, us. that's what they're telling us, you know. So uh, some other three techs, honestly, uh, James Lynch, he could be that three tech. So he played end, kind of like Holmes. Oh. Got a shit ton of sacks at Baylor, but he's definitely not athletic enough to play end. So you move him inside, and it's like, oh, yeah, you're very athletic to play D-tackle. So maybe the maybe James Lynch can be that guy. I, I think he's – him and Armand Watts are probably my two favorites. Yeah. Lynch, more of a pass rusher. Watts, more of both, I guess. The, I don't know. It, it's such an interesting group of it's a frick, defensive – Yeah, it's defense. way funner of a group. You got like – like Hercules was hyped. Lynch is a mid-round pick that's like – had a shit ton of sacks. Watts looks good. You got these two weirdos, yeah, Jaleel and Jalen, that like have been around for four years but have never done anything, but they're still kind of like 
around. And then you have Shamar Stefan, Julio. Who gets to play all the time, but nobody likes him. Yeah, and like, Michael Pierce. And, who's you sweet. Know, yeah. So, like, you got, like, six guys fighting for one spot. I think they're going to end up keeping... So, what do you think? They keep five? Six? I think they're going to keep quite a few. Because so, they're not going to keep a lot of ends. Pierce. Pierce. I'm not even going to put Stefan as a lock. Pierce, Pierce. Jaleel. Armin Watts. Watts. Stefan. Lynch. Lynch is going to make the team. Lynch is a fourth round pick? Fifth round pick? He was the same round as Wanham, I think. Or no, Die. Same round as Die. Fourth. So fourth or fifth. One of the Fourth. Yeah. They're all fourth round picks. I think you keep five and four ends. You keep nine defensive linemen. So you're getting rid of Hercules and Jalen Holmes. Yeah. And then David Moa, who is the other guy we have on the roster, UDFA. Uh, Nickname is the Moa Constrictor. Oh, okay. Uh, Looks like a big, big body. Um, And he's one of the Samoan, which they just seem stronger than most people. Yep, I I agree. They just, like, uh, what's his name? David Pecco or Demata Pecco. Demata Pecco, like, from Cincinnati in the Zimmer days. So, yeah. uh, Or Isaac Sapoaga. Yeah, yeah. The nose tackle from uh, San Francisco. So, we'll see how this guy does. I mean, again, just a. And, like, Eric Hendricks, he's he's Samoan, right? I think so. He's got to be. Yeah. At least some. Something, something. So David Moa, remember the name. Maybe he'll push Jalen, Jaleel Johnson off the roster. Maybe he'll push Jalen Holmes off the roster. Those guys are not the safe. Constrictor. The Moa Constrictor. <laughs> his other nickname is Papa Moa. Oh, okay. This Papa is from Moa. his Vikings.com bio. So oh, lovely. He's actually 6'3", 296. So he's not like massive. Mm. Boise, Boise, Boise State. So we got Alexander Madison, Ezra Cleveland, David Moa. Right. Uh, sixth year of eligibility though, so he is twenty three already as a rookie. Really? So David Moa, end of the roster type. Uh, the D tackles are fun. Let's go to linebackers. The not so fun. Yeah. We added is... one fun one because you got Barr, you got Kendricks, the mainstays. Kind of funny, like the corners. We like sort of like purged them all, but the, those two linebackers. Yeah. They're staying. Yeah. They're like the only group that stay because even Everson leaving, Linval leaving, like the D line kind of lost two of their guys. Secondary, I guess the safeties are there. The safeties are there. But Harris has only been around for like a year and a half. Yeah, and like, I guess with the linebackers, like, you know, Zimmer's got two of his types. Double you know? A, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Like He's he, got the tall, like, I don't know. And they're best friends. Like, they were roommates in college. They were UCLA. You know? and, yeah, and like, they're best friends still. So, why break the band up? They're both very good. Kendrick's... Breakout season last year became like front from like good to elite. Yep. I don't know if he's quite elite, but like pass coverage wise, he was very good. Yeah. He, Bar, he went from like, plays, yeah. like, I think Barr is obviously, you know, a top 20 linebacker. Yeah. And then Kendrick's top, I, I think top five middle linebacker, but that's, yeah. Might, that might be Homer. Pure but, middle though, like there's, I feel like there's not a ton. I mean, what would you say? Like uh, a Seattle guy who, Bobby Wagner and then Levante, Levante David. David. I'm sure we're missing someone. Keekly retired. Keekly retired. Um, I think Kendrick. CJ. I'd probably Mosley. take Kendrick's over Mosley. I think it's in the same realm. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, Kendrick's is out there. He had yeah. a great Kendrick, season. Kendrick's year. is probably with 
top three to eight middle yeah. linebackers. Uh, it doesn't get the hype, though. No one does on our team. How was, uh, De- do you know how Devin Bush did last year by chance? I think good. I think it was pretty good, but, too. Um, but, yeah. Um, Roquan uh, Smith. I'd, oh, I'd rather have Eric Kendricks. I think, I I, I think well, Kendricks might. Kendrick and, Smith went like, what the hell was that? Remember he like disappeared for two weeks and they're like, oh, he's not playing. Yeah. And no one really knows why. Eric Kendricks, top five middle linebacker. Yeah. Anthony Barr, very good linebacker, but I don't know if he ever really reached his full potential. No, probably not, but I think he's a very good complement to Kendricks. Yeah, they work out great. And then back up, Eric Wilson, uh, solid spot starter, good rotational guy. Yep, Probably all ni- he's ever going to be. Yep, fills in nicely for the one or the other. Yeah, definitely a very good bar replacement too because he is pretty athletic. So obviously he's not necessarily the height of bar, but like Ben Gideon can't replace bar. Eric Wilson kind of can. Yeah. Like at least impersonate him for a game. Yep. Uh, where Ben Gideon maybe could do the Kendrick role poorly, but at least do it. Yeah. Wilson can do it better. So. But uh, luckily we won't have to worry about that anymore. Troy Dye. Troy Dye. He, for mid-round, like, after the, what would you say, the Ezra Cleveland pick, who's, like, the most excited you offer? I think Troy Dye. Like, after the Cleveland pick. So you've got, Cam well, Dantzler. Okay, so after Dantzler. you got to go after Dantzler. That's clear. Then Troy Dye, It's yes. Troy Dye. I think, like, because you, you've got Lynch, you've got Wanum, you've got, you know, Willikies. You got a handful of randoms. You got, but I think I mean, Troy Dye is the KJ the, Osborne. If you want KJ to throw. Osborne, yeah. I, I think yeah, I think in order it's probably Die Osborne, Wanham Wilkies or Wilkies Wanham too. You James Lynch. Oh, I, keep, I always keep forgetting about James Lynch. It's hard when you have fifteen picks when you got Slick Rick <laughs> trading down, making money moves. Uh, Troy Dye though, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. I never know how to say it. Doesn't matter. Uh, Athletic, like you said, he's basically Anthony Barr's replacement. Uh, lock it in. <coughs> First linebacker we've taken that actually seems exciting because the next two on the list are Ben Gideon. Gross. And Cameron Smith. Gross. Cameron Smith was a fifth-round pick, I think, and did not make the team. Made the practice squad. I think he might have bounced back and forth. Dude sucks. You know, generic name, though. The most generic so far. I don't think I'm going to have a generic name for Brett Taylor Man of the Year this year. Looking at it, there's maybe one guy, and it's kind of generic. Uh, So we have so far the the front runner is Brandon Dillon. Yeah, but Brandon Dillon's not a rookie. Do they have to be a rookie? I don't know. I can make this up as I go. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is my How award. does Brandon Dillon not make it last year? Carter Schultz took the spot. Carter Schultz wasn't even that generic. Like I guess no. Schultz is pretty generic, but like Carter with a K, I feel like that's why you went with it. Yeah. He well, sucked. Well, wasn't it first? At first it was generic. Last year was unique. Now we got to go back to generic. It's an every other Schultz. year thing. I don't know if that's unique. <laughs> uh, so Jordan Fur. Uh, have not looked him up, so I'm going to pull him up right now. That name does not sound familiar at all. He was a... Oh, wait, what is this? Jordan Fair. Uh Appalachian State linebacker. Obviously, we're talking about linebackers. 21, 6'2", 230. Uh, he made the athletics freak list as the number three FBS linebacker because of his 415-pound bench press. Jeez. And a four four five in the forty yard dash, along with a forty and a half inch vertical. What's his name? Jordan Fair. F E H R. Well, 
That's, this might be your guy. That's the guy. Did you, 415 bench, 445 speed, and a 40 and a half inch vertical. That's pretty nice. That's that's your Brett Taylor man of the year right there. So he was a two-year starter, 17 and a half tackles for loss, eight sacks, seven passes defended, two picks. This guy's a winner. Yeah. I mean, this guy's an Appalachian State superstar. Wait. People like to keep Davis Gaither over this guy? This is wild. I am shocked. Uh, so, is he really going to wear number 40, 49, though? I mean, he, he, he photoshopped it and everything. 49. Right. Hey, but that's just his preseason number. That's when, that's he's when waiting for... Yeah, he's waiting for Ben Gideon to get lost. Also 42. 42. Yeah, gross. What, is, uh, what does Cameron Smith wear? 50-something. I like that. 57, 53? Yeah, 53, 50, I think. Whatever. Well, he wants his number. I'm a fan of that guy. You, yeah, you, that sounds you're, amazing. You're strong and fast. Uh, okay. 415 bench and 445 and a 40-inch vertical. 40 and a half. That's like oh. you know, Larry Fitzgerald numbers, but benching twice as much. That's a quality ball player. Next on the list, another linebacker, Demarcus Gates. Played in the XFL for the Houston Roughnecks. <laughs> and he had a sack, forced fumble, and an interception. League eighth most. I was almost going to say league high, but apparently having the eighth most tackles in a league of not a lot of teams with 32. Uh, played for the Redskins. And, you know, uh, played in the AAF. AAF. Uh, had okay. five forced fumbles in eight games in the AAF. Okay, but that league was garbage. The guy's a, the guy. All he does is make plays. Uh, so he is Demarcus Gates out of Mississippi. Twenty four years old, six two two twenty. We'll see. Yep. And there's one more linebacker. We've added a lot of generic linebackers this year. Blake Lynch. So that's a pretty generic name. Yeah. Uh, and we'll look him up. We'll see what Blake you know, Lynch James is. James Lynch also pretty generic. Ooh. <laughs> More generic. I feel like James is even yeah. more generic than Blake. Ah, oh, they're both pretty generic. So Baylor. Wait a minute. Both Baylor. Are these two brothers? Are these? Is this? Is this another buddy system? <laughs> I think. Does James a... Lynch need a buddy? <laughs> I think this is definitely a buddy system. <laughs> uh, 6'3", 225. 32 starts at five different positions. Holy buckets! Corner. Linebacker. Safety. Wide receiver and running back. What the hell is Matt Rule doing down there? Started 14 games at linebacker and he had 134 tackles, 13 and a half for loss, six sacks, three picks, and defended 12 passes, and he blocked a kick. I hope Brandon Zilster is ready to play safety. Guess what? He caught 51 balls for 673 yards and four touchdowns in two years at Baylor. This is your man right here. This is Blake Lynch. Blake Lynch. Lynch. Much better than James Lynch. <laughs> Uh, Lynch teamed at Gilmer High with Vikings cornerback and 2019 draft pick Chris Boyd. Oh. I like our linebackers this All year. Right. Troy well, Dye. We, yeah, well, let's just say cut Gideon. Cut Cam Smith. Cut Cam Smith. Uh, Eric I'm ready Wilson. To get rid of Eric Wilson, Wilson is. There's the door. See ya. We got to make room for Blake Lynch. This guy's, he plays on both sides of the ball. He, no stats. This Blake. Blake Lynch, why are people talking about Taysom Hill when you could have a Blake Lynch on yeah, your oh, team? T- Taysom Hill plays offense only? Ooh. That's pathetic. Get some real versatility. Yeah. Like defense, offense, and special teams. Oh, yeah. Can this guy return kicks? 
See ya, Abdullah. Plays, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> plays running back and receiver. Uh, I gotta look up his highlight reel. Oh, this guy absolutely. Wild. You so, know what the best part about his highlight reel is? That it's gonna be every other play is defense, offense, defense. Just offense. flip it off, <laughs> uh, and then a block punt in there, a block kick. Uh, so Blake Lynch and Jordan Fur. My worry is Jordan Fur. That's not a good name. It, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's that Blake Lynch, but that that Jordan had a hell of an athletic profile. So let's get rid of Demarcus Gates. Yeah. Cam Smith gone. Ben Gideon. Trash. Thanks for thanks for showing up. Uh, that gives you go back six. to Iowa. That gives you six. If you got to go down to five, it's Eric Wilson out the door. Save two and a half million in the cap. Do you really have to go down to five? You though? don't keep those six. Those are cut James Lynch to keep Blake Lynch. No, <laughs> that, that's it's. This is why you got to get to know the ninety man roster. That's a fun guy to keep an eye on. Blake Lynch played he had six hundred yards at receiver. That is wild. And then like, also had like 13 and a half tackles for loss. Wild stuff. So uh How how are people not talking about that guy? Like I listen to so many draft podcasts and nobody like brings up that guy. Like, sure, he may not have had like a sweet draft profile, but like, yo. It's interesting. Yeah, like this guy's under the radar. He's probably not gonna get drafted, but he's a fun watch. Go watch Blake Lynch real quick. Blake Lynch. I wonder if there is anything any, any The Blake Lynch man of the Blake. year. <laughs> That's not bad. Blake Lynch Baylor. Yeah, the official senior highlights of Baylor's Blake Lynch. I'll be watching that after the podcast. Someone even did all his snaps for Oklahoma. Oh. Offense wow. and defense. <laughs> Blake Lynch, most versatile prospect in college football. This is I mean, this is stuff you don't you know, you don't hear about this. No, this you don't you, you don't dive. find this on uh uh, locked on Vikings. Yes. No, they're still they're doing three episodes on Delvin Cook's holdout. <laughs> you you can only hear about Blake Lynch and the rise <laughs> from Baylor on Grapes and Gar. He'll be <laughs> cut like Carter Schultz. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? You will know when he gets. At cut. least when you're watching that preseason game and it's the fourth quarter and you're going, "Why am I watching this?" And you go, "Hey, I remember that Blake on a Lynch Thursday guy. night at ten thirty, yeah. going, I got to work in the morning." <laughs> Blake Lynch makes a sack. You're going, "This guy, did you know this guy used to play receiver at Baylor?" Yeah, as you're talking to your dog who's asleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a great Squire podcast. Uh, corners also fun. So you got your who are your starters in a four three base four three base day well, one it it I honestly it all depends on my matchups I I I am matchup, playing the Packers I'm playing oh wait oh, they I, only have one receiver let's play the Lions play the Lions where I've got Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay I probably want to stick Holton Hill on Kenny Galladay wow okay no no okay, no no, okay. no no I lied. I lied. I don't. I am starting Jeff Gladney on Marvin Jones and uh, Cam Dantzler on. Honestly, I think that's that's like the best. How do you put it? Like play style matchup. That's what I'd go with. If I had to guess, Week One, who do we play Week One? Green Bay the Packers. Well, so we only need one corner. Yeah, we <laughs> we got all these guys. Who so look- I'm sticking Gladney on Adams. Yeah, I give think, them hell. I think. If the first snap is four three, it's going to be Mike Hughes and Jeff Gladney. I think that's. The, I, think I think that's, that's, that's the happen. right answer. I think that's the right that's answer. That's not the fun answer. Cameron Dantzler is the fun answer. Holton Hill. That's the interesting. Answer. I don't know. Like, I do think they will play all four of them quite a bit, and they will rotate matchups. But week one, Mike Hughes is getting a start. Yeah, I think he has to, just based on like seniority. 
Seniority don't mean shit. Seniority means this isn't that high school. Brian Robeson gets to start over to do a hundred yeah. for six weeks. <laughs> um, so Gladney Hughes, Holton Hill, Cam Dantzler. Seniority means Matt Castle gets to start over Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Chester Taylor gets to start over fucking Adrian Peterson for three weeks. Get out of here. Oh, him and his 1,200 yards. I mean, I like Chester Taylor. But no, I love Chester Taylor. Have you seen Taylor. Adrian Peterson? But, like, honestly, he was yeah. the perfect... And he was the best compliment to uh, Adrian Peterson. Because Peterson could catch a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. That was a sweet team, that 09 squad. Chester Taylor was a stud on that team. Third down back. Yeah. Uh, this is his last year out of the contract too, wasn't it? Yeah, because he had the first season in 2016. Then we drafted Peterson, and then he played it out. And then yep. he went and I think he signed another contract. Yeah, maybe. who cares? And then we brought in Toby Gerhardt. He was Gerhardt. 30 at that point. <laughs> Toby Gerhardt, I thought he was going to be good. I the think albino he rhino. He would have been good if he could have just controlled his eating habits. No. Him and Eddie Lacy, man. I'm telling you, Toby Gerhardt, he had what it takes. <laughs> oh. You don't tear no. up Stanford. You don't tear up Stanford like that. Yeah, you he was do. Christian McCaffrey before Christian oh, McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if he could have ate like Christian McCaffrey, if he had Ed as a dad or okay. uncle or whatever the fuck he was. I um, believe you. <laughs> just so we can stop talking about fucking Toby Gerhardt. We traded up for Toby Gerhardt. Oh, my God. We drafting running backs goes wrong. We drafted Toby Gerhardt in the second round. Third, we had, I think it was the third. It was the second no. round when we had Adrian Peterson. Yeah, but you had to have someone. Like yeah, you said, we you had to catch. have. He we had catch. to have Toby Gerhardt, yeah, the Heisman a, runner up. That was the second round. Yeah, it was. was yeah, and Adrian Peterson at 26 years old. He had a get, couple solid years with oh, us. Oh yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I mean, that's why he got a three-year contract from the Jags. I mean, they wanted him. He had 500 yards his second season. 4.9 a carry. Five yards yeah, a carry. Yeah, because Adrian Peterson's no longer on the field, so they back off. <laughs> mm-hmm. He had he had almost 700 total yards. I mean, that's 23 catches. Nobody's scared of Toby Gerhardt. Yeah, because he was 20 pounds overweight. If he, if he could have just stayed on a strict regimen... You don't understand. No, don't no understand. I understand. I will never concede that Toby Gerhardt didn't have the Toby job. Gerhardt got drafted in the second round <laughs> because he has white privilege. <laughs> uh, this is true. Uh, Jeff Gladney. Back to the corners. Jeff Gladney, Mike Hughes, Holton Hill, Cam Dantzler. Those four are locks. Lock them in. Chris Quality Boyd. Motors. I don't I would even almost, want to sign to Cardinard or uh, no. I, I would almost lock in Chris Boyd too. I'd say we oh, got yeah, five. I'd say he's yeah. I'd say he's pretty much. I think in. Our, those five are locked in. So then your other choices, and there's quite a few of them. And I don't want them. Mark Fields is the guy we picked up off of the Chiefs something late in the offseason. No, yep. whatever. He's a vet, not a vet, but he's he's a body. Uh, Harrison Hand, the rookie safety corner tweener, um, seems like a like a. From, why do I want to say Temple? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's All why, because right. that might be it, because we both thought about it. Uh, he seems like a guy who likes to hit. Like He seems, I don't know, we'll see how he does. Neville Clark, UCF. I actually thought he was going to get drafted. He's, He's a, uh, Mike Hughes' former teammate, right? That would make sense. I mean, yep. UCF. And, and just Buddy someone, system. Buddy system. <laughs> well, this is it. God, we figured it out. We cracked the code. Uh, he's definitely someone that I kept whenever I would do like a mock draft he would sometimes yeah. be a seventh rounder i would grab his image for his photo is a random police officer i'm not sure that vikings.com might need to update that oh that's a bad luck <laughs> <laughs> that might not be the best Six one one ninety. 190 
little more size in some of our corners. Obviously not Dantzler size, but uh, he started seven games and made five starts as a defensive teammate of cornerback Mike Hughes. Okay. And they went 13-0 that year. That's right. Oh, yeah. they And then they uh, hung their own... Uh, their own national, national championship banner. Uh, started or started twenty eight games at college. So I mean, he's got he's got uh, he's got game experience. Game experience. So I think he's Ooh, got. He a does chance. not meet the uh, Bill Parcells uh, tan- tangent for uh, being a good quarterback, though. Well, he's a corner. So we're well, I'm just saying, it. like you know, thirty games played. You gotta have thirty. <laughs> gotta have it. Uh, Nate Meters, please cut him. Oh my god, that dude's bad. Uh, Marcus Sales. Recognize the name. Is Meters the same? Who's the one that we lost when we signed Sendejo? Was that Marcus Epps? Marcus Epps. Yeah, I feel like Meters somehow was on that team though. I I don't I don't know or got beat by them. I feel like every time he played, he was bad. Yeah, Nate Meters. I'm not a fan of him. It's not a good name, Nate Meters, and that's really what matters. Returns bobbled pass for TD. He must have done that in the preseason. Yeah. Yeah, he rejoined us after being waived by. Oh, waved and brought back to the practice squad. So he's just been one of our guys. So I just, just don't like him. Yeah, he seems like he gets to play, and I don't know why. Marcus Sales, another one, and then Keeman Hall. I believe he might actually be someone worth talking about. Maybe he also played seven positions. Okay. Uh, 2019 practice squad. So actually, and a former Charger got a nice baby blue powder blue. Okay. Is that powder blue? Baby powder, powder blue. Powder blue. Uh, out of North Texas, 5'11". Um, yeah, way by the Chargers. So, Okay, well, if the Chargers cut him, he might not be that good. <laughs> yeah, that might be a problem. I think our corners are pretty set. You got Gladney, Hughes, Hill, Dantzler, Boyd. Yeah. You're keeping five corners. Maybe Harrison Hand makes a team. Maybe Neville Clark makes a team. Yeah. Maybe Fields makes it. Maybe you keep six and it's one of those guys. You probably don't. Yeah. Harrison Hand. I feel like, Her- I feel like Harrison Hand... If he can tweet, if he can go safety corner, then maybe he's got a chance. For that versatility. Well, I, I'm just thinking since he's a hitter, might make it due to special teams. Oh, that's true. That's I mean, that's probably where you're playing. That's what they always say when you watch the uh, the broadcast. It's, yeah. it's these guys are these guys need to show up on special teams. Yeah. That's if where you're you make a ro- if you're a rookie and you're not D-back. a starter, yeah. like you you need to you need to be making some plays on special teams. Hell yeah. God, he's got dreads. He's 21. I mean, this guy looks good. He looks like. You're gonna want him on your squad. You know, yeah, who, you know who was a rookie and starred on special teams and then became a starter and wreaked havoc for years? Everson Griffin. He was fun as a gunner. Yes, he was. Punt gunner. You know who <laughs> number ninety seven flying down yeah. the field. Underrated punt gunner too. Uh, Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Actually, somewhat good at it. Yep. His, you don't uh, take that in the first year. round. Yeah. yeah. And then they they continued to use him as that with New England and the Bears used him as a gunner. Okay. So uh, safeties. Harrison Smith, Anthony Harris. Anthony Harris, long-term contract, kind of not hearing about that. I would love to extend Harris and Cook and just be like, hey, I'll fuck all you guys that say don't pay safety yeah. <laughs> facts. Uh, and then, That'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Harris is, Anthony Harris, I wouldn't like be super upset if we lost him, but... It'd be, I'd be more I'd be more happy if we brought him back than I would be upset if we didn't. Yeah, perfect, perfect description. Yeah. He's cool. Yep. He's got dreads. Exactly. Brian Cole. Nice Coco Brown skin. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Cole, Mississippi State. Uh, Teammates of Dantzler? Yep, friends with Dantzler. Buddy system. system. Okay, clear buddy system pick. Uh, Also seems like a pretty good hitter. 
seems like he's he's not afraid to get in there, mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So let's keep him around. Josh Metellus also seems to like to make some plays. I like I like you know what I noticed. I like Michigan's jerseys. Oh yeah, that's a good looking uniform. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, one of the only schools sponsored by uh, the Jordan brand. Oh really? Yes. All right. What yep. about Michael? Oh yeah, it's a good looking jersey. Not oh. that he had anything to do with that, but his swoosh is on there. His, probably. Oh, that's uh, Nike. No, but his, no, uh, his the jump the man. dump the, ju- oh, jump the, ju- the jump man's on you there. You want the jump man? Oh yeah. Uh, so then, but yeah, I don't know what it is about the uh, the 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 maze and the yellow. Um, that's what they call the blue. Wow, they call it maze. Okay, I believe. Okay. I like the, that look. The maze and yellow, yeah, and then the helmet. I used to make that that color scheme a lot when I uh, played all pro football because you create your own jerseys yep. and the the blue with the yellow. Yep, it's nice. It's it's very nice. It's kind of like when the uh, the Rams decided to go like gold and yellow, or no, gold and uh, blue instead yep. of yellow and blue. I didn't like it, and no. now they've gone back, and it looks it just looks cooler. I mean. Yeah. I mean the jerseys now suck, but like oh, the, well, that, the, blue, they, the yeah, blue and yellow yeah. is really they, good. I, they really and like and like again with like the Michigan jerseys is like they're it's it's yellow pants and like a blue jersey. There's nothing yeah. like crazy going on. Yeah, I don't know. Like less is more. Come on, people. That's <laughs> the thing. Uh, and then the last safety is Miles Dorn. Yeah, North Carolina. I'm a big Miles Dorn oh, fan. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you know, he was always one of my guys who I'd always pick at like the end of mock drafts. 6'2", 205. Is he going to be your... He doesn't... I I feel like I should have Blake Lynch. It's got to be Blake Lynch, right? I mean, this guy had 240 tackles in college. Wow. No, oh, you haven't watched Miles Dorn at all. You should watch Miles Dorn. Okay, okay, Miles Dorn. Uh, yeah, the Raiders drafted his dad. In the fourth round, so it's got a little pedigree. I like the name, Miles Dorn. Miles Dorn. Oh Sounds yeah. Sounds like and you know next Nor- Ed Reed and uh, North Carolina. They've got some uh, fun jerseys, so it's oh, the aesthetic is that's uh, another good, good, good to look. watch. That's yep. another good look. Yep. Uh, so then, yeah, to round up the roster, Bailey Colquitt cutting. Right on. No the, competition. The safeties is like watching the uh, the final two safeties come about is going to be a fun one because it's Harrison Hand, Miles Dorn. Um, Josh Metellus, Brian and Cole, Brian Cole. Yeah, I mean, so like those those are four intriguing guys. They're for all two rookies. Spots. Yeah, like it's Harris and Smith, and a bunch of rookies. Yep. So and like, that's all right. Let's go, go. pick the funnest. I one. mean, who was our backups last year? J. Ryan Kirsten Sandejo. Yeah. Well, Sandejo's middle of the year. I guess it was Epps. Yeah. And then we got Sandejo. I mean, and J. Ron barely played safety. He did against the Broncos because he had to. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure Smith was hurt, and then Harris got hurt in the middle of the game or something. Um, all right, well that's that's the 90 man roster. Yeah, that's it. That's a it's a fun roster. Yeah, that's uh, that's a playoff roster. It's 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 less known. Like last year, you knew what you were getting, but this year, it's a little unknown. But it could be really good. Yeah, it could be really good. You could have like up to like 11 brand new guys. Yeah, like brand brand new. Playoff roster, like you said. It's going to be fun. Uh, I, so I, I'm excited. How, uh, I'm excited for preseason. How long do we have? What is it? It's June, so you got all of, all of June. Preseason's like August-ish. Like all early June. August, a couple weeks into August. If if they don't cut it down, they're toxic. They're going to cut are, it down. But what are, we're like, what, 90 days away from opening kickoff? When's opening kickoff? Yeah. So first week of September? Yeah. Second week of September. Yeah. Green Bay. So next week, let's talk NFC over unders, AFC over unders. 
Let's do AFC first. A- AFC first, and then we can run it. Then over. we'll do uh, NFC, and then we'll do our fifty-three man predictions. I can't wait till that point, because the fifty-three man predictions—that's where the—that's where the fun is. Yeah, and you think we'll get to go to training camp at all? I just don't think they're gonna have fans there. It's not worth it, probably, huh? Oh. Did you even go last year? I don't think you went. No. Me and Rennie went. You, you and Travis went. We were going to go one day, but then yeah. something happened. Something happened. Oh, but. is that? Didn't it rain? Didn't it storm on us? Yeah, it did. Wait, were you? We went all the way there with Ben, right? Yeah. Yeah. We saw like two things, and then they're like, "You have to leave." Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was sad late. day. So yeah, over unders next couple weeks. We'll try to, I think, hit them the next weeks because we've been some pretty big gaps. Yeah, it, not a lot going on. Well, yeah, and like we can definitely hit them now. Like I'm five like, minutes we, away from you. Yeah, we do not have to line up. You know, Skypes and fucking yeah, computer like times, that. and it's just like, yo, you got two hours of spare, swing on through. Um, but yeah, so probably try next week over unders. All right, uh, see you guys.